Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number 27, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. I'm Chloe. And uh, today we are joined by a special guest who's been on uh, a few times before, and that is Mr. Jacob Bowers. Jacob number one. Jacob number one, to be... Uh, That's why I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob, hi. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. No problem. Making the drive. But today we have a pretty big show, I guess. We're going to be talking about Star Wars The Last Jedi, the first Star Trek reboot, the J.J. Abrams one. Then we also have a couple trailers to talk about. Chloe's not happy. I'm fine. Uh, we, got some good, <laughs> we got some good listener questions. And so it's going to be a, a good show. So, you all right? Oh, Jacob just spilled the water. Fired. Party foul. <laughs> Party foul. <laughs> I'm trying to get the, this out from under my foot. This Jake. also happened last time you were here. Oh my God. <laughs> Jacob, you're not off to a good start, my friend. <laughs> yeah. No, it's okay. All right. Uh, well, how's everybody doing? Can we get like, a towel? Or... No, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> Let the dog in here, maybe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Chloe's doing well. <laughs> I'm. Over the cold, working out again, which is nice. So now my muscles are sore, and I'm losing sleep because my muscles are aching. So. But that's a nice feeling, isn't it? It is. I like that feeling. But the 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 loss of sleep is not. It's a, still a bit disconcerting. Yeah. Uh, but I the the burn is good. It's a good burn. <laughs> You're such an interesting person, yeah. Brayden. Yeah, Brayden. So okay. so dimensional. You're an enigma. <laughs> I'm an enigma. <laughs> Wrapped in a riddle. How does that know? A riddle wrapped in an enigma? I don't know anyhow. No, let's take the time. Let's figure it out. Okay. (laughs) I had friends in high school who said that all the time. Really? Wrapped in an enigma. Wrapped in a something, something. I don't know. Anyhow. Well, Jacob, you uh, just graduated from college, right? That's true. Congrats. (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you. How's everything else going for you these days? Uh, That's all right. Just sort of hanging out, uh, applying to things every day, trying to break into whatever yeah field yeah building mm-hmm. building yeah. <laughs> cars <laughs> I made myself a website oh really cool. for uh what what purpose just to put my work on there and stuff nice so everyone can look at it nice what's that uh that address <laughs> he's plugging you i made it uh i made it on a, a free website builder because uh, funds are low so <laughs> it's uh jacob alexander bowers dot wix site that's w i x uh, <laughs> dot com slash jb productions <laughs> okay so everyone can go visit that i'll probably i might have to leave that in the show notes <laughs> yeah no. that's, that's a mouthful it's, 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 a, it's a lengthy one <laughs> that's okay though but that's awesome that you've done that so uh well chloe what's what's going on with you not much i can't remember to be honest with you it's cool it's can't one remember. Of... <laughs> yeah yeah one of those Braden, uh, anything else besides just uh, no. normal life? No, normal life. Yeah. Over the cold. It's Happy good. with that. Yeah. <laughs> Always a good thing. I'm also getting over a cold. Oh, really? Mm. Nice. Cool. Chloe, are you? No. No? <laughs> Consider yourself. Nor I. You know when you have a cold and you're in it and it's just really awful <clears throat> for like several days and then after it's over you're just congested for like six months? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of going through right now. The congestion's mostly gone, thankfully, but I mm. still have a cough or nasal drip from time to time. 
This is gonna be your highest rated show yet. I know. This, <laughs> is, this, be, this, this is starting <laughs> off with a bang. Yeah, we got Daisy yeah. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All kinds of exciting. Yeah. This well, is what the listeners are here for. I know, right? Well, Christmas is coming and uh, Hanukkah. Hanukkah has oh, passed. Yeah, it's like the yeah. it's like the twentieth already. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. Lord, it is. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, cool. Has everyone done their shopping? Uh, I've done most, but I gotta do a few people. It's the um, glory of online shopping. We're yeah. not really going Gonzo this year, so you know, my parents are getting <clears> their certificates. Muppets. I already got something for my fiance, uh, and I got a Secret Santa gift for one of my coworkers. Wait, who's your secret? So uh, I can't, I can't tell you person? because if they listen, then that ruins the whole. Is it Marco? Listen to the podcast. No. Is it? No, I'm not telling you. Wait, 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 wait! I can narrow it down really easily. Though. We can do it. All, we can is do it, it off air. We can do it off air. Is it Sarah? We'll, we'll do it off air. It's Will. All the, all the international <laughs> listeners can. I'll uh, tell you, it's not Will, but. Is Sarah? There's you, nobody uh, left. I'm not telling you because <laughs> if they listen. This is my favorite. I love guessing things like this, though. Well, we can do that. Judging off. by your expression, it's like my version of Mind Hunters trying to figure it out. Nice. I think it's Sarah. Okay. It's Sarah. What, For all the international about, listeners um, out there. <laughs> what did you say about your parents? What? Hmm? Oh, no, parents? I haven't gotten anything from my parents yet. Oh, okay. I know what I'm getting, getting them. It's it's just gift certificates. <laughs> nice. And again, oh, I'm not going to mention uh, to what in case they actually listen to this, which they probably don't. I thought you said death certificate. <laughs> death certificate, yeah. <laughs> Might be a little a little morbid for Christmas. But. I'm getting them that. I'm getting them some nice plots of land in the cemetery. <laughs> yeah. There's a Bogo cemetery next, really close to my house. Wow. It's Bogo like ten months out you of the year. Want to buy up some real estate? Yeah, there are two months in the year where it's not Bogo, but the I'm rest. Gonna, that's that's what I'm gonna do. Is I'm gonna go buy cemetery plots. And do a tiny house on it. Might as well do it early, you know? What a life. That <laughs> a tiny, tiny haunted house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tiny. Yeah, that's yeah. good. And then when I die, they can just bury my house. Or just leave it. Then we'll just leave it. Yeah. It's already there. But the crows have that. It's already there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting Christmas ideas. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh, anything else before we get to it? No. 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 Jacob? <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> All right. Pretty plain. So I guess, yeah, so we can, with all that done, we can get into <laughs> our <laughs> review of Star Wars, is this episode eight? Yes. Episode yes. eight, The Last Jedi. Oh, I was, I was like, it's like 23, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way behind this time. And yeah, so let's go ahead and do that, and we have a clip, so take a listen. <laughs> I'll edit, edit that out. He won't. He always <laughs> says he's going to edit things out and then he just leaves me humming for two minutes. You've seen this place. I need dreams. Who are you? Something inside me is awake. Light. Darkness. This is not going to go the way you think. Kylo found you. I won't. 
fight. So, Star Wars The Last Jedi is directed by Ryan Johnson, I guess written and directed by Ryan Johnson. Stars Mark Hamill, Daisy Ridley, Carrie Fisher, Adam Driver, John Boyega, Oscar Isaac, Andy Serkis, uh, Domino Gleeson, Donal, Gwendolyn Christie, Laura Dern, Benicio Del Toro, and some bunch of others. And the plot synopsis is, Rey develops her newly discovered abilities with the guidance of Luke Skywalker, who is unsettled by the strength of her powers. Meanwhile, the Resistance prepares to do battle with the First Order. So, As they, messy as that was, was very accurate to the movie. That's <laughs> not accurate at all, in fact. <laughs> not in the slightest. Pretty nice out at the same so time. Different. Yeah. It was very it, exciting for me. Okay. I didn't know that Laura, Laura Dern. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know Laura Dern was in this movie. I surprised I forgot. Yeah, she, she is. I knew that because she they is. have multiple True. different covers of Entertainment Weekly with various cast members from Star Wars, and she was on there with Oscar Isaac. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And she had her purple hair. Go figure. Uh, I know their relationship was my favorite of the whole Star movie. Mm. Yeah, that was. That I was... want a rom com <laughs> spin off. Laura Dern was was awesome. I liked her yeah. character. She's a spectacular actress. Adam yeah. Holdo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her name is Holdo. 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 Interesting. Holdo. <laughs> uh, okay. Well. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Because it's kind Holdo. of makes, yeah. Wanna, yeah. yeah kind of. I can't believe you don't. I feel embarrassed now. What? I'm so excited we saw it together, and then Brady well, got to me. You weren't watching it with me. You were there with your friends. Yeah, and Marco. It's incidental that and Marco. Who's my friend? Not that he's not my friend. We just. <laughs> anyway. Marco works with me, and he just, yeah. that's, you no, know. But, uh, they're not Brandon, mutually exclusive for anything. Is people that work with me cannot be your friends, and people who are your friends cannot work with me. Uh, but Brain met his biggest fan. Yeah, Meg. she didn't say anything. She was really excited. She was, yeah. Oh, yeah. She was, was she? She didn't see Very anything. shy and excited. I still okay. need to meet her. No, inside, yeah. she was freaking out. <clears throat> Okay. <coughs> Brain, you got, and then she said, "She said when you when we walked away, she said he pulled out his catchphrase, and I was like, what is his catchphrase?' And she and she just went, okay. <laughs> That's a good catchphrase, yeah. Brain. I didn't know I had a catchphrase. <laughs> I didn't either. Things, things I don't know about myself. Brain, you have a celebrity status now. Ooh. Yeah. You better watch. Mega loves you. Mega hates everybody. So yeah. it's pretty exciting. All right. Well, uh, I guess we can throw it off to. Uh, our guest here. So, Jacob, what did you think of uh, Last Jedi? Well, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, <laughs> go ahead. I've never, uh, I've never been the biggest Star Wars fan, and it doesn't have anything to do with not liking Star Wars. It just has to do with the fact that I, I never uh, engaged in it as a child. So, I didn't watch any of the movies <laughs> <laughs> until eleventh grade. I watched them all back to back over my Thanksgiving break in eleventh grade. Um, my favorite is Attack of the Clones. Mm. So I'm Interesting just, choice. Start off strong with that. That is. I thought that was a cartoon. Probably is. The Clone Wars is a oh. cartoon. Okay. Come on, Chloe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I don't. I don't think the the originals are bad. You know, like I know some people are like, oh, the prequels are better or something like the original. But I don't know. I, I, I like them all. Who and, says the uh, prequels are better? I don't know. I couldn't read. There are that. some people. There's like a few. Mm. The prequels. Dozens. 
are the first one is absolute garbage. Mm -hmm. The second one is is watchable. The third one actually I think is actually a pretty good film. Obviously, it's marred by a few things, largely Hayden Christensen. Right. Um, plus, I don't know the entire series. I found Natalie Portman's acting a little wooden. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But uh, <coughs> I'm shook. But I liked watching the decline of Anakin in, in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Or the rise. Um, I mean, I, I to part of me wonders to what extent you didn't get into the Star Wars series because you started with the whole Phantom. That would have been when you were introduced to it. It's the Phantom Menace, and then uh, Attack of the Clones, and then yeah, I think what it, the Sith. I think I watched. I think I saw Attack of the Clones in theaters. So I was very young. And yeah. then I didn't watch Star Wars again until 11th grade, and I started, I watched them 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3. I didn't watch them chronological. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and then, uh, you know, I you had a... You watched them chronological in terms of the yeah. universe, in terms of the but not in terms state. of real life. No, opposite. Yeah, yeah, in terms of the release dates. Yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> you know, I had a, I had a Jar Jar action figure as a kid, took him everywhere, you know, I just liked how he looked. Mm. So, uh, so, uh, but, but anyways, on to the new ones. <laughs> you really seem to like Star Wars for not liking Star Wars, Jacob. Well, I never said I didn't like it. I just said I didn't, I didn't watch it until later. You just said you wanted, what, when did you have an action figure you carried around? I just had a Joshua action figure, but I had never seen The Phantom Menace. Strange. <laughs> so you didn't have any negative <laughs> associations with this. That's, that must explain why you yeah, were so willing hates to carry Jar -Jar Interesting response. Yeah. So, so moving on to, uh, an <clears throat> moving on to the next ones, <laughs> The Force Awakens I really liked, um, I, I agree that it was, uh, <clears throat> re retreading, you know, previous territory, but that didn't really bother me, you know, I liked the, the retelling, and then, uh, so, so I really, I really liked that one, and then moving on to The Last Jedi, finally, we, uh, I saw it the other day, Sunday night, and, um, Where I were didn't... you sitting in the, the theater? <laughs> I was sitting in the very back row. Cool. Some people from UNCG were actually there too. They were in front of me. Oh, nice. Uh, we was sat it the in school the theater? Reclining seats. No. So, uh, <laughs> I didn't like it as much as The Force Awakens, but I didn't think it was like the worst thing in the world. And I think a lot of people are ready. A lot of people are just sort of just ready to hate these movies. You know, I think they're just they're they're just like before they even were announced, they're just like yeah, no, I hate it. Mm -hmm. And so you know, I never really felt that way, but uh. Who's doing that? Because the critics are going bananas. Well, fans are like fans really divided like though. It. I, think I don't it's, care I think it's about mostly fans. fans. Oh no, yeah. in terms of fans, fans are being, being yeah. fans ready to hate it. It's like so. Rotten Tomatoes, it has really, or the critics is like ninety eight, and then the fans is like 40. 50, 50, yeah. 40, yeah. I think that that with this movie, Ryan Johnson, it seems like Ryan Johnson got to do like most of what he wanted to do, which is strange because like Phil Lord was fired for that. Uh, and then Whoa, he's like, fired from the Han Solo Was movie. it his wife? And Chris Miller? Or her wife. Was it Billy Lord's dad? I don't think so. I, I only like interesting celebrities. I think Billy Lord is like L-O-U-R-D. This was L-O-R-D. Not Carrie Fisher's But yeah, Chris Miller and Phil Lord, uh, they wanted to sort of do their own thing with uh, with the Han Solo movie, and they were, they were fired because of that, because, you know, um, Kathleen Kennedy, she says, like, Star Wars has to be a very specific thing. And so I think Ryan Johnson achieved that with making it a very sanitized corporate you know, like, Star Wars franchise movie, but then there were just so many... Like, it could have just been that I was I was very tired, but until that last <laughs> battle scene... 
Until that, until that last battle scene, I felt totally like I was sort of a, in a fever dream. Just a lot of the movie just felt so bizarre. To yeah, me. it was really like, weird. Like I don't know, I don't know why. I just I was just like, this is just what's happening right now. It's just so weird. Yeah. And no. like, and 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 so so, I felt like a lot of what it did was was more like just bizarre, like indie stuff, less like, you know, Disney franchise stuff. At least until, the very end, you know. So. uh... Oh. Trying to like put put all my thoughts together. I, I, I You're just, doing it well. <laughs> I think I think that uh, I think I I liked it less than the Force Awakens, but um, you know I didn't think it was like a garbage fire or anything. You know I just thought I just thought it was Dumpster just fire. just thought it was uh, <laughs> yeah I've heard it both ways. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just yeah you know. Well, yeah, Jacob, just, you're a huge Psych fan, right? Yeah. Heard it both ways. She loves Psych. I'm obsessed with Psych. She loves yeah. Psych. Before, anyway, we're it, talking it, about the Psych movie. It now? just turned out, yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, oh, I should say all of Psych is streaming on Amazon now. They took it off Netflix. What? It's on Amazon no, no shit. now. They took it off Netflix. It was terrible. Um, yeah. I should say so. Let's do a a general non-spoiler discussion, like a brief one, and then let's mm-hmm. save the spoilers. Yeah, I was trying to keep it to. Yeah. Non-spoiler. spoiler. Um, and then we'll uh, get into... I'll put either the spoiler discussion right afterwards or at the end of the show. So right now we're in non-spoiler territory. I felt... Um, to, to sum it all up, I felt like there's probably a longer cut of this movie somewhere. There it is. That it goes over three hours. a little bit more in-depth and, and ties up some loose ends and keeps subplots from being entirely dropped and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but for the most part, I think, I think Ryan Johnson did... A good job mm-hmm. you know and i think uh i think it's very i think it's very hard to please fans like i think that the best way to please fans would have been not to make a seventh eighth and ninth star wars movie because it <laughs> seems like there was no possible way that you could yeah you could accomplish appeasing any of the fans because i've seen like two people be like yeah they're good everyone's just like no it's just zero percent you know, it's just so so many fans just like absolutely hate these new Star Wars. Yeah. Movies. Everybody I've talked to, except for you, really liked it, and you pretty much you liked it quite yeah. a bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, but everybody yeah. else was obsessed with yeah. it that I've talked well, to. Well, Braden, uh, you're the, the 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 big Star Wars fan, the foremost authority, for the most part. Well, right? I don't know that I'm a foremost yeah, it's authority. Yeah, so funny. Sort of... I've read a bunch of the books, and he hasn't read any of them. No. <laughs> Shocking. I played with the action figures as a child, and you know, I've I've had a long. Uh, sort of fascination with the Star Wars, mostly because it's a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I haven't read any of the books. Um, I did read some of the comic books in my younger days, but... <laughs> two weeks uh, ago. Yeah, two weeks ago. No, uh, <laughs> back when I was in college, I think. I a wee lad. Graphic novels. <laughs> but, um, I, the one strange thing personal that I took away from this is I really enjoyed the film but I, it, it wasn't it didn't hold the, the fascination for me the way that the films did when I was a child. The awe. The awe. That's because Star Wars is all spectacle and there's right. like no I feel real like, plot I feel, I, feel like, like yeah. Yeah, I feel like The Last Jedi was lacking magic and like The Force Awakens I think achieved that magic but then like The Last Jedi seemed to be lacking it. I don't know if it was just because it was like a sequel with the same characters they weren't they couldn't introduce anyone new yeah, exactly. but you know not, I'm not sure Hmm. I I don't know if it was necessarily that it was lacking magic. I think it's just, I don't know, maybe I'm just getting old. Maybe it's just the process of maturation, and it just doesn't hold the nostalgia for me the way that the films did when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember when The Phantom Menace came out, it could also be that, uh, because The Phantom Menace was so awful, and I was so Party excited. That was, 
it was when I was 22 and I was living in New York mm -hmm. and I was so excited about the new trilogy and then I went and saw Phantom Menace and it was terrible. And, and he can never love again. Yeah. I can never love again. My heart is broken. So you were 22 when I'm Phantom Menace came out. Yeah. I'm not 22 now. <laughs> I believe I was like six or something. Yeah. Seven. I'm, I'm an old fart. <laughs> <laughs> we know this for the record. This has been, yeah. this has been established on record. <laughs> um, but uh, it was fun. I thought I really enjoyed this film, um, despite despite not holding the, the, the fascination, the magic, the nostalgia <coughs> that I held when I was younger. Um, I thought it was a good film. I thought it was sort of, again, another return to form. And I thought uh, the, few, the few difficulties that it did have, um, namely the middle section sort of dragging because there were so many divergent storylines and it seemed a little scattershot in terms of what they were doing. The middle six hours. Uh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, Benicio Del Toro. It's amazing. Maybe. I loved him. Why was he there? Oh, wait. Well, I mean, I I feel like that may have been... You get well, all together, you get maybe five minutes of Benicio Del Toro I think there were probably more, more scenes with him that did not make it into the movie. That's that's my guess, yeah. Quite possibly. But, I mean, I, I loved his performance, I'll say that. I mean, so. his performance was fine. I had no issues with Wasted that. Wasted potential. But, mm -hmm. yeah... Well, that's what a lot of people have said. Although I do remember one critic who said there was no point in him being there, and his performance was flat. Hmm. Um, I mean, I'd say there's not a huge point for him being there, but I'm glad he was, and it was him. Joaquin Phoenix you know? was the original. Hmm. Would have been interesting. Oh, I meant to mention that um, the Finn Rose love story Jesus. was completely pointless. Terrible. Brutal. Completely pointless. Terrible. Did not, and I did not like the. Rose actor, Me actress neither. Kelly Marie Tran. Yeah, wasn't not, was not a fan. She told her family that she was filming an indie movie in Canada, and she like really you know because I guess it's a really secret thing. So she literally brought them Canadian maple syrup like as proof. Like <laughs> here's your present from my trip. <laughs> She's great. I just don't think she had a lot to work with in this. Wait, where's mm. she from? Kelly I'm Marie Tran. I mean, I can't recall anything. Oh, okay. <laughs> But she's great. She's something. great, just not in this. Look her bio up online. I don't know. I haven't. Okay. I don't remember having seen her in anything before. But, mm -hmm. but like when they when they kissed, I was like, what? "Spoiler, Jacob!" Oh my yeah. God! Huge spoiler. I'll, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was confused because I didn't think it was leading in that direction at all. Jacob, <laughs> hold it. Yeah. Um, well, uh, all you all you romantics out there. Sorry. <laughs> oh my God. Well, Brent, any other? Initial thoughts? Um, no, I mean, I, I thought I really, really, really <laughs> enjoyed uh, Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. I, I, Adam I, I Driver. really liked both. Oh yeah, that that dynamic and, was so well done. So yeah, I, I exactly. Agree. I mean, them as actors individually within their roles are spectacular. Adam Driver, in particular, because yeah, the first really my first introduction to him was with Girls, and I only <laughs> watched maybe five minutes of Girls and said this is utter garbage. And yeah. never watched it again. Sorry. You're fine. And, um, <laughs> so that, that, I wasn't quite sure what to make of Adam Driver following that, but I have really liked him in the star of this new Star Wars series. Mm -hmm. I thought his, his performance was very understated. <laughs> he doesn't play, he plays it as more sort of, um... Whiny toddler? In a way, sort of petulant 
Maybe. Um, uh, uncertain. But with I mean, purpose. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he, you can tell he's driven, but he's just uncertain about what path he wants to take. And, you know. Oh my word. <laughs> but, um, I've really enjoyed both of their performances and then the two of them together and the dynamic between the two of them. And this, this particular <clears throat> film I think is spectacular. <laughs> and I think that's a lot of the reason why it sort of drags in the middle is setting up these different relationships between, you know, Finn and Rose Kiko and then, uh, uh, Kylo Ren and Ray, and uh, the, the, the thin side of things gets a little out there, but in terms of Kylo Ren and Ray, I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed watching the two of them. Together. Have you seen that Joss Whedon movie, In Your Eyes? Mm-mm. No. Oh. Well, that's what happens with that. Interesting. <laughs> uh, well, uh, well, Chloe, you're the bona fide Star Wars fan, so what did you uh, think of this thing? Mm, hard to say. Didn't care to begin with. Was not turned into enjoying it afterwards, so there we go. <laughs> the costumes were really good. Costumes were, all the jackets were super cool. I'll, I would love to have one of those. My goodness. Are you done? Jacob is shots fired here. No, I kept turning to my friends and just being like, I feel like somebody drugged me before watching this. That's how I felt. Yeah, but I don't like it. I don't like being drugged. (laughs) Well, well, what was your. I mean, besides that. Also, the humor was just terrible. Missed the mark. See, I, I would say I was actually. I actually liked the humor in this. But Which, it wasn't. if you remember, there was just as much humor in The Force Awakens. I feel like people forget that there were just as many like cheesy yeah, but jokes. Those were well, funnier. yeah, Empire Strikes Force Back. Awakens. There were there were a lot of cheesy jokes in the original series, and Empire Strikes Back not as much as in not as much in New Hope, uh, but Empire Strikes Back they had a lot of sort of cheesy one-liners and things like I mean, that. I mean, I would say the humor that I liked was probably mostly from performance rather than lines, and so yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's yeah. anything, but I well, I mean, Mark uh, Hamill reprising his roles in Luke Skywalker. I love I mean, the he little... has some of the best things. He... I mean, when it starts off in the, and I have no spoilers, but but what he does, the first thing you see him do, you know, Ray is proffering him something, he just. Eh. You know, yeah, and he's yeah. so good at, at sort of playing the crotchety old he man. He hated everything Sassy. about the, mm. his character. Well, he was, the he was, well, he was really good did at it, so that? it didn't come across that no, way. Yeah, he that. said, I hate everything you did with my character, but now I'll do my job and do it. But he hated well, he it. He did a really good job. I thought he had said that to George George Lucas or something, like way back when. He said, like, like I fundamentally disagree with everything that you've put forth for this character, but I'll do it anyway because well, I respect you or something Then like maybe he really uh, is in a little time loop. I don't know. Maybe. They did this time, too. If you look behind the curtain, you will be disappointed. Hmm. None of those people wanted to come back. (laughs) Really? Did they have to? I didn't have to. to, They agreed. Did they have Gary? Probably gave him the paycheck. (laughs) Did they have Gary Fisher? (laughs) I thought Mark Hamill actually wanted it, because, I mean, he actually, of all the people, it took, I think, Carrie Fisher and Harrison Ford some time to sort of embrace Mm-hmm. What the the work that they had done in the Star Wars the, uh, the original Star Wars series? Mm-hmm. Um, Just they can remember. <laughs> Mark Hamill, um, again referencing the biography of George, uh, Mark George Lucas that I had read. Mark Hamill was really the only original cast member um, who is well known and visible. I'm not talking again, you know, Anthony Daniels or Peter Mayhew, uh, the people who were in costume, but. Uh, Mark Hamill was one of the was pretty much the only original visible conspicuous cast member who 
sort of embraced his role in the film and the cultural phenomena that be, that it became. And you know, he he even from the get go he started doing uh, the fan circuits. He's the OG Harry Potter. Kinda, kinda in a way. Well put. Yeah. And <laughs> so, <clears throat> I thought he actually was excited about returning to this, and I thought he liked what he what had done. That's what I heard with the character. Uh, well, Mark uh, is just really. Well, I know. I, I well, I really liked him either way, so I thought yeah. he was good. Well, yeah. I I heard that he only wanted to come back if Harrison agreed to come back. Or something mm. along those lines. Mm. And then as I was saying when, when I came in, Harrison only wanted to come back if they killed him. So, hmm. Oh, that, yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, so. Uh, well, oh, gosh. I don't know. It was yeah. just a lot. There was a lot, but like also said, nothing really don't, happened. Don't meet your heroes. Hey, I've met a lot of my heroes. They're yeah, she's met like nice. every person. I've like, met a ridiculous. lot of my heroes, and they're all super cool, so I disagree yeah. with this statement. Beeflo, right? No. Oh, the best person. I'm sure Mark Hamill would be cool. Yeah, he seems really nice. He does, yeah. Mm. <laughs> All right, well, I uh, <laughs> I'll go last year. So I mean, I I would say it took me. I'm not like a huge huge Star Wars fan either. I'm kind of like Jacob. I I like them just because they're interesting science fiction, and I do kind of like how obsessed people can get. Like I kind of get, I like kind of getting caught up in that, just kind of being in the theater. The and excitement. Seeing, yeah. But. I'll say it took me a good hour to get into this. <laughs> like, I was, I felt like the first hour was just all plot and just kind of repetitive action. And it was, the editing wasn't very good. It was just like long chunks of one story to another and not having much flow. But around the time where there's the um, stampede scene, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah um, that's, that's when I started to, you know, oh, you know yeah. the, where they're, you know. I got it. That's when I started to actually start enjoying it. it just kind of evened out a little bit. And also the the little visual um, trick with Daisy Ridley in the cave thing. You know, mm. where she, you know that's kind of r- around the time that I started to enjoy it. Oh, yeah. That's that's what I mean when I say that it's a bizarre. Like, I don't know. I was like, I was like my watching and, Under the Skin or something. Yeah. Well, I mean, see, but that stuff I actually really liked oh, about it. It was, it was... Yeah, it was good. It was taking... Not really doing what you would think a Star Wars movie would do, but I still felt it was kind of overly long, um, kind of jumped around a lot. Um, I did love the lightsaber fight in the red room, I guess oh, you say. Yeah. In, in, that was amazing. That was, yeah, yeah that's probably my favorite. And then the... Twin Peaks. I got it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> uh, and then the end fight with all of the, the red dirt on the the salt plant. I love that. I liked it in the trailer. First 12 times. Right. And I did, I guess we'll say for spoilers, but I was kind of hoping, it felt like at times it would, it was about to do something crazy with the, the lore and then it just wouldn't. And there's a few things I want to... I'm curious to hear what you have to say about that. Yeah. Or the, as, that. at least that I was hoping it would do. It's mm-hmm. just as a regular moviegoer, but... Well... One thing I'll say, which I thought Ryan Johnson did really well, is is there were a few things that I sort of saw coming, um, which I won't say here because, or at least the main one, because it was, uh, it's spoilery, but, um... You've grown so much. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I say anything, everybody jumps down my throat, namely Chloe, jumps down my throat. Spoilers, spoilers! Uh, but, um... This particular film was strange because um, 
I don't know the original the original trilogy New Hope Empire Strikes Back uh, Return of the Jedi just I don't know it didn't seem as though there were any overarching themes to the films there wasn't there wasn't sort of a, a grand ideal that 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 the films centered on focused on and so forth mm -hmm. and in this one it's interesting because there there is and i got the sense that it was uh, all, all of these characters were were struggling immensely with the concept of failure uh you had the resistance on the verge of failure you had uh, Luke Skywalker struggling with his failure, Kylo Ren struggling with his failure, uh, uh, Ray struggling with failure in a sense, and so all these people and, and how they coped with failure. Mm -hmm. uh, at least to me, that's what it seemed like through through which was sort of again this this overarching theme uh, throughout the film. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that I necessarily saw... I mean, you could say maybe Empire Strikes Back there was sort of a theme, but I mean, it wasn't... It didn't permeate the entirety of the film the way that I think failure did in this one. Mm -hmm. And so it was it was interesting because I think Ryan Johnson took a bit of a chance in terms of, of placing this film, uh, constructing this film around a, a single theme. Mm -hmm. Which again is not something that I, I think the rest of the Star Wars franchise has, has really done before, mm -hmm. um, or at least not to the extent that Ryan Johnson did with the script for Last Jedi. Mm -hmm. But how do you feel about the fish? <laughs> Which fish? What are they called? The little fishes. The little fishies? The fish you mean the porgs? The, the little freaky the things on the on the island? Yeah. yeah. I feel like we have to talk about the porgs. I, I like them. The, the porgs fishies. are very divisive. I, I, I don't mind them. Well, I don't mind them. I mean, that's part of the whole Star Wars thing is marketing crap. And that's very obviously plushies. <laughs> Look, plushies for kids. <laughs> yeah, everyone's complaining, everyone's complaining about how the porgs are such an obvious like market towards selling Christmas toys to children but I mean That's I had yeah no I had I had a Jar Jar action figure as we a kid we know we know yeah. I mean like like the Ewoks you know, everyone wanted a little stuffed Ewok you know mm -hmm. it was like at least the Ewoks were part of the plot I'm like okay like I mean they're not my least favorite species from this new movie is all I will say they weren't even in it that the much porgs. the Porgs they weren't even in it you know they weren't even in it that much yeah plot hole city you know what I'm talking about <laughs> Plot hole city. What? I don't want to. You want to save that well, for the spoiler? We'll save it for spoiler. I didn't yeah. say anything. Um, you want to save that, Chloe? I didn't say anything, Jacob. <laughs> Zip it. <laughs> uh, well, a couple other few non-spoiler things, and then we can get into spoilers. But one one storyline I found to be incredibly bland, aside from Laura Dern's performance, is I felt like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, aside. From, no, no, I mean, no, I mean, aside from like, I mean, I really liked her. But I found the storyline with Oscar Isaac and her to be incredibly boring. Like, I thought it was just very repetitive, just kind of an argument. <laughs> the whole oh. movie was repetitive. It was the same mini-movie 12 times. Mm. Well, <laughs> it, anyhow. <laughs> well. Um, and it, it was just like, argument, oh, now we have to chase, you know, or we have to run, then argument, and then it was just... So I, I every time we jumped back to that, I was just kind of like, side. I was just... But the other two storylines, I liked for the most part... Um, Oh, and one thing, Chloe, you may want to take a breath here, a deep, deep breath. Um, so, one one thing that I cannot get past, and I brought it up on like past, Domino Gleason. 
is so no, bad. No, no, he is so no. bad. You are just... He's, he's, no, he was I, the only funny one in the no, whole movie. I, I, he was no, so good. I, I are liked you him, joking? I, I, I liked him in, in a couple of films, like Ex Machina and um, a few I'm others. So he's so mad. I'm he's so mad he's so, right he's so, now. He's so over the Game top. He's in Game of Thrones, right? No. No, he's not. Gwendolyn Christie is. He's in Harry Potter. Phasma. Harry Potter? He's in Harry Potter for like two seconds. Yeah. He's I'm so, sorry. I can't. Uh, I can't. He was he, great next Machina, and this he's he, just he, sort he, of like. He feels like actually, actually he, have something to say about him. He feels like he's in a completely spoilers. different film. I'm not saying that performance couldn't work. Are but you it, joking me? It feels so out of. He place. was exactly what he was supposed to be, though. Don't hit on Donald because like the character. No, 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 no. I understand that the character is trying to be tough, but in terms of the performance of showing that was not. He was exact. He did exactly. It felt, it felt, he was supposed to be the annoying. The annoying. Uh, the, who was I? The teacher's pet. I, I, I understand that, but in terms of the performance, it was just, I was not working. He him. was, ugh. So, so you should have done something else with it, because I remember, I'm you know, his, his analog back in the original Chloe's Star Wars series, <laughs> which was Grand Moff Tarkin. Huh? That actor, Grand Moff Tarkin, back in the original yeah. Star Wars series, particularly New Hope. I don't oh. know if he was in it. I don't think he was in Empire Strikes Back, but... Uh, Sorry, Chloe. No, he died on the Death Star, didn't he? Or no? I don't know. I, I can't remember. Was Grand, <laughs> was Grand, was Grand Tarkin the, the, the person that they CGI'd into Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The little dog. Um, that was so creepy. I didn't like he, that at all. He was so good, though. That actor and the character uh, and everything about it. And so that's, that's, that's the notion that you have. That's what sort of an Empire slash First Order uh, Grand military poobah should be like it's sort of this imperious cold and Donald Gleason in this is just sort of it's my fleet leave it alone it's your man that's what I think that's why I think the next movie might be good because at least the the villains are well okay at least the oh my god at least the villains my sister's calling I won't answer are you sure at least the the she hasn't even seen it at least she hasn't seen. She hasn't seen the other movies. Jacob's here, Henry. Oh, Butterfingers. All right. <laughs> you have to respect what? the new guest. We're not talking right, for her nonsense. Fair <laughs> okay. Does she know that's Let's, how you feel at about At least, prob- yeah. At least. Go ahead, Chloe. The in the next movie, the villains will be interesting. Like I'm sick of this. Like literally, good versus evil. Like the bad is the bad people are so so strong, and somehow they still lose or whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But these two evil people be so interesting. That's the whole point, though. Like, that's... I don't think Star Wars is ever going to move beyond that because it's, like, they're, like, contractually obligated to have that good versus evil... No, 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 I know, but at least... Like, at it, least in terms of the dynamics... You used to literally... Like, no, I'm saying, you, like... Yeah. If you worked in Hollywood, you used to literally be able to get fined if you... If your bad guys won in your script, they'd fine you for it. Jacob. Good guys always got to win. <laughs> I listening. Jacob, you're out of college. I don't think it's ever going to be... I don't think it's ever going to be... I have more depth. I just don't think it's possible. No, I think it will. Well, I'm, I think I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Thank you. Well, I mean, Revenge of the Sith. I like how I'm trying to be complimentary. Preempt. You're, you're nailing before it. Before there's even Revenge reason to be. Revenge of the Sith, I thought, was more common. Because, I mean, that's that's all about the downfall. Is that the one with the, lots of Ewan? Huh? Ye- yeah. Fire and Ewan McGregor? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I like that one. Yeah, I mean, that was really <laughs> the only good film of that middle trilogy. Yeah. The prequel trilogy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I don't know if Jacob agrees, but... You don't like the... 
Woody Allen vibe in the first one? <laughs> what? Because <laughs> <laughs> huh? Natalie Portman's 30 and it's a baby. Oh. Revenge of the Sith is, is fine, yeah. I mean, I would agree that the Phantom Menace is, is, is bad, but I, I like Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. Mm. So. Yeah, Attack of the Clones is not, is not bad. It's not great. It's not bad. It's watchable. It's a decent film. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed parts of it. I thought it was good. The action sequences it's I fun. found really good. <laughs> it's fun. It's, it's a fun movie. Um, but the, the Revenge of the Sith I actually really enjoyed because watching the, the steady corruption of, of Anakin Skywalker, again, it's largely ruined because Hayden Christensen has no nuance or subtlety in his acting, but it's terrible. He's really awful. It's so funny. It should have been, uh, been Heath Ledger. Yeah. I mean, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Would have been interesting. Yeah. Um, uh, but I lost my train of thought. That happens a don't lot. Don't worry about especially it. Especially when I don't sleep. Anyhow, um, well, uh, why don't you think on that and let's do a, let's give some star ratings and then we'll get into spoilers. Okay. Sounds good. All right. So it's a three and a half out of five for me. Chloe? A shrug. A shrug out of five. Okay. (laughs) In difference. I don't care about it enough to bother giving it stars. Okay. Okay. Shrug. That's, shrug. Well, she gave what was it? Ed Wood. You gave it a shrug and a smile. You know, this That's is just different. a shrug. This is just a that shrug. That was one of these, like. Okay. Uh, this one's just like. I'll think of something. This is great for our listeners. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to go with four and a half for, for last Jedi. I thought it was really good, and even despite some of the small bits, I thought I think it took some chances. Brian Johnson did some. I think interesting misdirection with some of the plot points in the script and it was really awesome Carrie Fisher Mark Hamill seeing them again yeah alright it's a 4 out of 5 for me okay Uh, after all that you only gave it a 4 out of (laughs) 5 Chloe's not happy alright well uh, stay tuned for the spoiler discussion wherever I end up putting it uh, figure it out it'll be in the show notes you'll probably Put it before the non-spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I might do that just for the. Hi, right, welcome to the welcome to the Phil Buds podcast. Everybody dies. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. All right, so let's uh, move in to our review of J.J. Abrams' Star Trek, and we have a clip for this one too. So take a listen. I told you, people, I don't need a doctor, damn it, I am a doctor. You need to get back to your seat. I had one in the bathroom with no windows. I suffer from aviophobia. It means fear of dying. Sir, for your own safety, sit down, or else I'll make you sit down. Thank you. This is Captain Pike. We've been cleared for takeoff. I may throw up on you. I think these things are pretty safe. Don't pander to me, kid. One tiny crack in the hull and our blood boils in 13 seconds. Soul flare might crop up, cook us in our seats. And wait till you're sitting pretty with a case of Andorian shingles. See if you're still so relaxed when your eyeballs are bleeding. Space is disease and danger wrapped in darkness and silence. Well, I hate to break this to you, but Starfleet operates in space. Yeah, well, I've got nowhere else to go. The ex-wife took the whole damn planet in a divorce. Left is my bones. Jim Kirk. Coy. Leonard Boy. Alright, so uh, Star Trek was released in 2009. 
is directed by J.J. Abrams, stars Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, Leonard Nimoy, Eric Bana, Carl Urban, Zoe Saldana, Simon Pegg, John Cho, Anton Yelchin. Yelkin. Yelkin. Sorry. Winona Ryder, Chris Hemsworth. And Tyler Perry. <laughs> yeah, Tyler Perry. Where did that come from? Wait, what? Winona Ryder's in that movie? Winona's yeah. the mom. She plays Spock's mom. Spock's mother, yeah. Eric Bana's in that movie? He's the bad guy. He's, He's Nemo. He's, He's Mike Tyson. It's been a while. Oh. It's been a while since I've seen it. Good lord. So, so <laughs> Eric Bana, he played the Incredible Hulk. What? Yeah, and the really, really awful. Did he? I had that on VHS. That? I watched it like twenty. Who was the director? It was Ang, not Angley. Who was the director? Angley did Hulk. With the Edward the villain Norton. was Absorbing Man. Edward Norton. No, not. Edward no, 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 no not about, that Hulk. The Eric Bana. Oh yeah, incredible Hulk. from the nineties. Oh. Yeah, with Nick Nolte. Post Lou oh. Lou Ferrino, pre Edward Norton. No. That was a oh, horrible, gosh. horrible, horrible film. <laughs> horrible film. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Uh, and the plot synopsis is the brash James T. Kirk tries to live up to his father's legacy with Mr. Spock keeping him in check as a vengeful Romulan from the future creates black holes to destroy the Federation one planet at a time. And also 50 years of Star Trek history, but it's okay. James right. Tiberius Kirk. Yep. Right. Tiberius is my cat's name. Well, that's nice. The whole point, if if you don't notice that, is that this is this new series is supposed to be set in sort of a an altered parallel dimension. universe. Yeah, yeah. congratulations. Straight theory. <laughs> oh, it freaking pisses me um, off. I can't do. It. All right. Well, I um this I've liked the most recent two Star Trek films, but this is actually by far my least favorite of the the new three. Really? Yeah. I like the Benedict Cumberbatch I, one. I, I didn't like that one. I like the that secret much. villain. For me it would probably be be probably be Into Darkness. Or actually I'd probably like Into Darkness and Beyond about equally. And I, I just find this one to be really boring. Me too. Really? Yeah. And it's rude. I don't like anything about it. And I don't I think visually it's pretty bad. I think it's like all these kind of yawn the flares. Like jaundice greens and yellows <laughs> and like it's just like it's I don't think it, <laughs> it's like well. it's just it's not my favorite okay I don't think it's bad I just okay. <laughs> I, I I like the performances well, and my favorite is is definitely beyond um Jacob doesn't like that one right you I haven't seen that one. Oh, I I, yeah, I, I like it beyond the 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 actors <laughs> are more comfortable in terms of of being in the skin of their characters uh the characters are, are better developed um, I think it's really snappy in terms of, of the, the dialogue, the direction. Simon Pegg did a really spectacular job with the script. There. Love Simon Pegg. No, I, I have not Always. seen Beyond, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, it, it, my interpretation, just from the trailers and stuff I saw, was that it was trying to hop onto the coattails of, like, Guardians of the Galaxy, and I don't I don't know if I... And that's that's why I was sort I of... I didn't get that. Right, I didn't get that. Like it, because the trailer was just full of like comedy and and, really and like classic music and yeah. I would say Guardians is trying to take uh, off Star Trek. Yeah, I would say. Really, maybe it's it's a little difficult to discern. I mean, Suicide again, you've got to remember Simon Pegg was writing the script, <coughs> right, for Beyond, and he's known obviously for his his comedic yep. writing, and so I think there was some humor infused in the script, perhaps a bit more than than you're used to with Star Trek, but at least it was. Funny. It wasn't. Yeah, I can't say much about Beyond because I haven't seen it. It wasn't silly funny <coughs> the way 
that Guardians, it's a different type of humor, mm -hmm. I think, between the two. Mm -hmm. And um, obviously Star Trek doesn't rely on outlandish characters and sort of these, these yeah. cultural foibles, the way that, you know, you get with Drax Destroyer and a culture that's, you know, a society that's completely literal and all this kind of stuff, right? So, I don't know. I don't see too much parallel. I mean, there are obviously some overlapping points between the two, but I don't see Space. that space the Kirk character but it's always that's a, it's always the same dude well I mean the, like Kirk, hapless stud right Kirk I think you always get a sense with Kirk you know and you know even played by Chris Pine here not just the original James T Kirk but this one that that he's driven by a purpose and he feels his purpose sort of transcends good judgment in some ways mm -hmm. um I do really like whereas uh, well, I mean, Star-Lord, the, 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 uh... He's like a Kirk, Chris Pratt. A Kirk parallel. I, I is he? Of him as I that. just said No. That. Well, at least in terms of how <laughs> Kirk is portrayed in 2009's Star, Star Trek, he, he's sort of like a, yeah. like a womanizing Like a hapless stud, perhaps. Kind of like <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> that was James T. Kirk in the original <laughs> Star Trek Thank you for listening to me. Yeah. So I'm not, I mean, saying, I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that Kirk is pulling from Star-Lord, I'm saying that Star-Lord... Uh, in in the New Guardians movies is, is is a parallel to to Kirk. In some ways, yes. I think Kirk again. This is a hard thing to do, but I think Kirk is actually more responsible because he actually is I'll, I'll edit captain all of a starship. Don't you dare. Whereas Star Lord is just sort of in it for himself and just does rogue. what he wants. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, I don't know. I, I loved how. You two were having like a completely separate yeah. and Cole and I were actually having completely Multiple conversations are going here. Yeah. <laughs> it gets confusing. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'll say one thing I do like about all the films is Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto, and Zoe Saldana, I think, are all really Zachary good. Zachary Quinto yeah. is terrible. Really? He's a terrible I, I, spot. I like him. I like, I like Simon Pegg a lot. I like, I like Play, Leonard Nimoy more, but. Playing I, Spock require, like, I mean. I'm not gonna say it doesn't require like a, a large amount of acting skill, like, but I mean like Zachary Quinto played the flat, logical character uh, with I a little bit of human emotion. Like, this is gonna. I know that I'm getting. This is really getting tired out. Yeah, but it's okay. the same thing. You know how I was, okay? So Spock basically has Asperger's, right? Like we call my dad Spock. Oh right. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Essentially, it's like yeah. a whole. Yeah. Race of people designed to be. Yeah, but you can't. It's not so one dimensional. It's just annoying. <laughs> I think he does a terrible job. I don't like him in anything, but I really don't like him. You don't like Zachary Quinto in anything? I think Even, Zachary Quinto is just uh, terrible. Hitman? Even his Billy on the Street <laughs> wasn't funny. I thought it was. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and have you seen Margin Call? Yeah. Oh, I did like him in Margin Call. Margin Call was spectacular, and I thought he was really good in that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in terms of this one, I, I I find the origin story to be kind of boring, and I I don't think and that, I don't, basic AF. Yeah, I, I don't really like. I think the villain is a little bland as well. The villain sucks. If you're so upset, then just fix it. You, <laughs> Are you, you joking? Like, but you like the Assassin's Creed movie, so I don't love it. I, but I mean, I'm a fan of the game, so I. We should. We need to re-review re Assassin's Creed. Should we ever review we should. it? No, we did. Do you have it on? Yeah, oh, I got 4K. I right now. I liked Eric Bana, and I mean, you know, I, I, I liked him, but I found the the villain itself to be bland. I'll say, I liked him in it. I, okay, I don't even remember who the villain because I think I watched it in 2000. Isn't it like Nemo? Nemo. Yeah, yeah, it's Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember he's, enough about it to talk about. It. He's Romulan. 
That's right. He's yeah. got Klingon. He's Romulan. The ramen noodles. Romulan noodles. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Romulan noodles. But, uh, no, I thought he was good. I mean, you know, if you're rebooting a series, you, you go with, with basic stuff. And that's essentially what J.J. Abrams did with Force Awakens. And that's what he did with that first Star Wars thing. And it's basic. And, I mean, that's that's kind of a drawback. But he treats he, the, the scripts, the direction, the acting are done all done so well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kudos to him for, again, you know, reviving practical effects rather than just CG, yeah. CG, CG and all the time. Yeah, it's interesting that he was handed both Star Trek and Star Wars. Yeah. The two biggest... Uh, and he's, do, he's doing episode problems. nine, so. Oh, is he? Yeah. I thought Ryan Johnson the person. Was no, Ryan Johnson did, did came on board only doing Last Jedi, mm-hmm. and then he get he gets they, his own. Trip. They fired Colin Trevorrow from episode nine, and now yeah. right. JJ. Colin Trevorrow did Jurassic World, yes. right? And then Ryan Johnson's mm-hmm. doing the next Jurassic World. Is that right? No, um, mm-hmm. uh, J. A. Bayona who did uh, Con a Monster, Skull. a Monster Calls, oh. and um, The Impossible. Who did Kong Skull? Uh, I don't know. I get all these... Kong something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. King Kong himself. Yeah. Although that guy is obnoxious. Have you... Mm-hmm. Like, every time his film is at all messed with... He's like, oh, they're, they're ruining it. They're, you know, it's just like, settle down, buddy. <laughs> he's no terror. I actually saw a review recently of uh, The Greatest Showman that uh, that said, like, it, it was pretty bad, but, like, sometimes a movie's so boisterously entertaining that, like, typical merits of filmmaking can be ignored mm. and they reference Kong Skull Island and I was like I agree 100% mm. if a film is entertaining enough you don't need to worry about the quality right hashtag the room <laughs> right. have you guys done an episode for the disaster artist yeah we did yeah. it last week last, last week, week yeah. mm. so I'm listening you yeah. watching yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, um, but yeah Cole, Chloe what, what are your any, any other thoughts about it I'd rather watch the original series. I would too. I actually don't think I've watched last week's episode yet. That's why I didn't. Yeah. Sometimes yeah, we, I stock them up. We do. We did Disaster Artist and Ed Wood, right? Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah, it was a good show. <laughs> um. Anyways, back to Star Trek. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I mean, just it's, don't... I don't dislike the film. I, I just, it's definitely my my least favorite of the also three. Also, like the X Men thing. Okay. I get how they like were like, oh, we're just gonna, uh, we just want to keep making movies. We're gonna erase everything that's happened so far. That's worse for them because they did it, and mm-hmm. then like people are gonna look different. How about X Men? Blah blah blah. Yeah. Yes. All right. And they did it in Star <laughs> Trek, and I just don't like it. Mm-hmm. And I get it, like they're trying. I guess they're trying to bring it to a new audience or whatever. But then just make your own freaking movie. You know. You said it. <sighs> Yeah, but Star Trek is such a I huge name. I love Star Trek. It's, it's got a built-in so, fan base already. Yeah, we're going to piss over So Star, Star Trek, right, so. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob has, like, the so best, I, like, trying to get back on track here. We're talking about Star so, Trek, Jacob. Yeah, I'm, uh, I, I'm going to put forth my opinions now. Okay, go for it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, first of all, I, I, I want to get out of the way that, um, that unlike Star Wars... I've always been a Star Trek fan, so yeah. I guess, you, you know, me everyone too, is, too. like, I guess one or the other, but, like, I don't, like, hate Star Wars with a fiery passion, no. so, like, I, I enjoy Star Wars, but the Star Trek's always been, like, I always watched it with my mom when I was younger, and, and like, uh, an interesting fact is that every 
girl that I've ever been interested in or dated, including my current fiance. Congratulations! Oh, yeah, that Jeez, happened like man. a month ago. Whoa! Congratulations! I just like wasn't even thinking about it. Congratulations! Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, thank you. Henry I'm knows shocked. about you. I'm shocked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I, sorry, I just, uh, I That's tell, okay. tell everyone the, I haven't made it public yet. You have now. now. I have now. now. <laughs> so, cool. um, yeah, they've all been just, just massive Star Trek fans for whatever reason. Yeah. It's, I just gravitate towards Star Trek fans unconsciously, but like, They've all just been really, really into it. And so I've seen, like, all of the original series, all of The Next Generation, all of Voyager, same, all of Deep Space same. Nine. Uh, I've watched the new one. I don't really like it that much. I, I haven't seen um, the new one yet. I don't I, like I, it that much like <clears throat> But, yeah, so I've always been a big Star Trek fan. So one thing I will say about Star Trek by J.J. Abrams is I think everyone is, like, one, is like wonderfully cast. I think that the casting is good for, like, all of the characters. Uh, I don't like any of them. It, like, like the ones I've seen I don't like Star Trek and I don't like Into Darkness because I think that J.J. Abrams while he does make it simple and he does at least know how to navigate his way around like sci-fi and around Star Trek I think that he completely abandons the theming from all of the old shows yeah, yeah. and stuff and like he he tackles the fact that this is an alternate universe with a new cast of characters you know and, and, and all of that fine but all of the heart and like the theming and like the politics and yeah. just everything that Star Trek was about is not present mm. in Star Trek 2009. I, I think that it's it's he watered it down to an action adventure story with weak relationships among the characters. Like yeah. if you go back and watch even like some of the original Star Trek movies, because I've seen all those as well, all the relationships between the characters are so well grounded because they've spent like years together you know and like maybe it's just because it's a movie and it's it's not like a movie that was based on a tv show and it's not a tv show that can run for years and years and years and it was just a movie in a single point in time but yeah i just think that jj abrams does not fully understand the deepest depths of star trek and what mm, it stands well, for and it is your show. As, a, as a counterpoint as a counterpoint <laughs> i did not watch any star trek ever didn't care for it. Never did. I was always firmly... It's not that I hated it. It just didn't hold any interest for me. Oh, my gosh. The original show... What the... Uh, Next Generation, of, I saw a few episodes of that, and I, and I watched it mostly because I really liked uh, Picard. Yeah, Patty Stewart. Patrick Stewart. King. It's just amazing. Um, other than that, I mean, the... the, the well put. PTS. Came for Patty Stewart, stayed for LeVar Burton, am I right? <laughs> Well, I mean, I grew up with right. Lamar Burton and Rainbow. That's you know, Patrick Stewart said he would return to Star Trek only if Tarantino got that got the Star Trek movie. I yeah. can see that, yeah. Because he said he's always wanted to work with him. Weird. So that's okay. interesting. He said he doesn't want to return as Picard unless Quentin Tarantino is directing him. Uh, I, I don't know if I can see Tarantino directing a Star Trek film. Yeah, we were talking about that before, uh, before, yeah, but, got here. before the show. But... If you're going to go with the original Star Trek stuff and you're trying to do a reboot of the series, all of those films, all of the, the, the TV series, the original thing, the, the, that was the original cast in most of those films. Yeah. And then you had a few with the, the Next Generation cast. And again, the Next Generation actually was on TV for several seasons more than there was, what, only yeah. one season of the original Star Trek? The original series? Okay. Yeah, with James, with, with William Shatner as James Kirk. I believe so. One or one or two. Yeah, when there was a very, 
very short-lived and it's spawned this whole mega franchise off of just this one series that failed because everybody thought it was too hokey and Mr. Banned. Gene, Gene Roddenberry. So good. Um, but uh, <coughs> setting all of that aside, I never would have watched any Star Trek films if J.J. Uh, Abrams and hadn't made it, it more accessible. Right. And he made it accessible by saying, I'm going to reintroduce these characters. I'm going to throw them into a scenario where they're meeting one another. You know, it's a parallel universe. And he takes these shortcuts, but the whole point to it is if you're rebooting the series and trying to introduce this to a larger, a broader viewership that is not familiar with all of these characters, all of the themes, all of the universe, um, all of the existing mythos behind it, you know, it, it becomes too Byzantine, too difficult if you include all of that older stuff. Yeah. And I, for one, would not have watched any of them, <laughs> much less all three, had J.J. Abrams sort of set it along that path. I think that's a really good point, I because I think, I think, you know, obviously because of the ever-present march of time, uh, in order for, <laughs> like, in order for something to well survive... Stated. In order for like a franchise to survive or anything to survive, it needs to continue it to acquire new fans. Like it needs to continue to acquire new fans in order to survive. You can't survive on old fans alone because people die. So you know, like Jesus, the fact that the fact that J.J. Abrams made these things more accessible allowed him to bring in a lot of new fans. But the one way to like piss off and yeah. completely eradicate all of your old fans is accessibility. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like a necessary evil because you have to make things more accessible to bring in new people because you cannot survive on just established fan bases alone because they will eventually peter out. And so I think that's a good point that making it more accessible will help to bring in all those new fans. But then it makes, you know, people like me who are like already established fans less, it makes it less enjoyable, I guess, because you kind of want to go in seeing all the old stuff that you, that you, you saw. And, and you know what you sound like? Seeing it more accessible. Sound so. like a Star Wars fan. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the point, though, is is if you go into this with all this knowledge of it, you know, how dare you mess with my universe? They this blew is how up things are. the planet. <laughs> they blew up the planet. I can't do which planet. I mean, in both series, so many, planets, so many planets have been blown up in all of these different films that I can't keep track. Well, the whole thing just lends itself to the fact that like just make new just stop and make something new like if J.J. Abrams is such a such dead. a visionary he can create his own little universe and stop screwing with other people he's not though like everything he's ever done has been on the back well, of yes I know that's what I said like no well, I, I, well, was wholly his own well I mean yeah. I, I would say that one I think one thing maybe not as much with maybe in what you've been talking about, Jacob, but, like, what J.J. Abrams is good at, especially with The Force Awakens, is including at least some small elements yeah. of the original um, s films or series while also... Oops, sorry. While also adding new elements and mm -hmm. having it all mesh well. And regardless of whether he does kind of drop some of the political stuff, I think some of the character dynamics are pretty interesting in especially in into darkness and in beyond well but i see, think he's good at doing that so. I'll, I'll i'll put it this way he does in in force awakens there's a lot of homage to the older series and and setting aside the issue of the script being 
almost carbon copy of, of New Hope. Uh, he incorporates a lot of things that are sort of an homage to the original New Hope trilogy. Um, that being said, the reason I didn't, I wasn't too fond of Into Darkness, despite Benedict Cumberbatch being awesome, uh, Peter Weller being kooky, crazy, psychotic admiral of the fleet, and all kinds of stuff, right? Um, too, too much, I mean, he, he skirts too much with the, with playing to the fan base there. And I find that a bit off-putting, because again, these are, you know, I've, I know about the famous Tribble episode, but then, I mean, he just sort of overdoes the Tribble thing in this. And then the fact that, you know, you've got Khan back. And all these kinds of things. And why do you need to go so heavily into the established mythos, which again, I'm not as familiar with. Never seen a Retcon. You should. It's good. I know. I've heard that. And now, having seen these films, maybe I'll go back and see that. You should but that's see the, the point. Uh, is, the is, Voyage Home. Yeah. Right? That was the one with the whales, right? Space whales, yeah. Space whales. Nice. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Uh, Braden's in. I'm in. Space, Space whales. Totally there. Uh, Did we eat you off topic? No, I was just thinking there's... I'm not going to go off on it, but I was just thinking about the the cover artwork for the, a band that I listened to. Oh, all right. Interesting segue. Yeah, no. It, it's, got a, it's got a whale in space, but anyhow. Oh. Um... It doesn't look as hokey as it sounds. Anywho, uh, now that I've actually been introduced to this series through J.J. Abrams and what he's done with the reboot of the Star Trek series, I may actually go back and watch some of the older films, uh, particularly Wrath of, Wrath of Khan, and, and if you say The Voyage Home, Home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and maybe some of the some of the television series as well. TV shows are way there's one where uh, There's one movie where they meet like the cast of the the original series and the cast of the next generation meet each other through like time. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. I think I actually did see that. That one's interesting. And I saw the one that uh Jonathan Frakes directed. Yeah. I forget what that one was called. That was the one with the board, right? First first contact, was that it? I think so. Yeah. Is that the bad one? Is it? One of them's unwatchable. Oh. Even for I went me. to um I went to Dragon Con you back did? In, uh, back in September. <laughs> yeah, and we saw, we went to all the Star Trek panels, uh, Savannah and I, and we, uh... Shout Jonathan, out to Savannah. Jonathan Frakes was there, yeah. Patrick Stewart was there. Really? Uh, wow. Gates McFadden was there. I mean, Dragon Con is one of the big, the yeah, big yeah, cons, yeah. so... Uh, cool. I've never cool. heard of it. It's down the way, it's a big fantasy sci-fi. You told me last time he was here. Yeah. I was, like, watching them. Okay. Um, they always ask for, like, questions, and then, like, fans look it up there, and they'll just ask, like, really weird stuff, or, like, stuff that they can't answer, and it's just always kind of really embarrassing. Like, someone someone asked uh, Patrick Stewart about an episode that he wasn't even in, or something. <laughs> okay. He was just like, he was just like, well, I'm sorry, love, I wasn't in there. Hmm. Well, You know uh, that one where he's the only one in it? That's good. Let me, let me put it this way. Would you rather broaden the Star Trek fan base and have people introduced to it through J.J. Abrams and then go back and learn about that old stuff? <coughs> or do you want to just cater to those people and not expand? Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah I, agree. Just, I don't think... I don't think... The, 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 I think the catering will not allow any new fans to come in. Yeah. Exactly. Just old fans are just ready to hate new fans because they're like, you don't know anything about... 
That's and I think I think that's no. that's that's elitist exclusionary. I think it's nonsense. I don't like that at all. <laughs> and so. Hmm. No, but for real, the old show is so good. It's it like is, it's like the Twilight Maybe it Zone. Is. Maybe I'll it's like go the back Twilight Zone. Every now. episode has like a whole like you'll cry. It's good, yeah. <laughs> Every time Voyager you learn something my, new. Uh, favorite, I think. Yeah. Voyager. Yeah, the series Voyager. With uh, it was a Captain uh, Janeway. Yeah, Janeway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, any other thoughts on <coughs> Star Trek? No. no. Right, well. I like Chris Pine's single tear gif. Oh yeah. <laughs> My favorite. He's uh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I do like Chris Pine. A Princess lot. Diaries too. All right. Well, it's a third and a half for me, <laughs> Chloe. Third. Mm-hmm. I'm having a really mm-hmm. hard time this week. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> All right, well. It's like a two. It wasn't very good. Okay. I like John Cho. <laughs> John Cho is awesome. Yeah. And Anton Yelkin, too. The yeah. cast is really good. Well, the whole good. cast is spectacular. I mean, it's Zoe Saldana, Anton Yelkin. I give it three lunch flares. Anton Yelkin, rest in peace. Yeah, rest I in know. peace. If that sounds me. I'll talk to you about that in a second. But Anton Yelkin, remind me when you get to our picks for the too. week. Okay. So. Is he well, green room? Hmm? Well, Green Room is, is spectacular. I haven't rewatched that recently, but it is that, really is, good. that yeah. is an absolutely out, astounding film. He's been in so many good movies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I and mean, he's in that new out, movie. Out of five? I give it yeah. four, four out of five. All right. Jacob, so. I'm just checking. Take your time. What I what I review, reviewed way back in the day. Jacob. It looks like I gave it four back, <laughs> when I, back in 2000, 2009. <laughs> You're right, Chloe. But I don't like so it. So funny. How'd <laughs> you give it four if you don't like it? Oh, there must have been some. Holy puzzle. You're fucked. <laughs> there, there must have been some some reason. I love that. Alice Eve. I'd probably give it. I probably uh, if I if I was to review it today, probably uh, probably a three, two and a half. All right. Well, cool. All right. Well, uh, definitely talked a lot about. Uh, did some good reviews. Talked about the star stuff. Yeah. So I guess we, we there are a couple trailers we can talk about. Not much other news, but um, so a few trailers released recently. I guess the first one we can talk about is Ocean's Eight, which is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, which is the Ocean's Eleven reboot, but it's with all uh, like an all female cast. Because um, that's not patronizing. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so like the the cast is huge. What? It's annoying. No, you're right. No, I'm agreeing with you. That's the thing oh. I don't get is why <laughs> why they feel need they why Sorry, they feel the need Brandon. to reboot all these series with uh, all women cast. Because they feel like people want it. We don't. We don't. I know. I think people would rather have a a fair mix of of men and women who are all good actors delivering yeah. a very mm-hmm. high quality yeah. movie. I mean, I'd say for this one, the cast is great. Like it's a huge cast but like yeah. it just looks so to me it looks very generic <laughs> like it looks like i've seen it 30 times before yeah i just don't well, want to end up like like ghostbusters where they they their like message i guess isn't somewhat of the right place but then it turns out to just be like so so terrible like so just like, like a generally bad film you know mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what i was going to point to is is the ghostbusters thing i mean it, it's i don't know i didn't see it but i never felt compelled to you would have hated it Brandon. yeah you, you yeah, it's just, it's just a, a mess it. like it's not just a bad film but a lot of things are out of order a lot of things don't get tied up a lot of 
the jokes don't land. Some of the just the like humor is not good. Some of the it. like something as simple as the, so the sound mixing is just bad in some places, uh-huh. and like the, the visual. I mean, sound mixing in films generally is horrible. <laughs> I mean, with both with both uh, Ghostbusters and this, they both look just so bland and generic. I will say know, that like I'm excited. But it's because I love the Oceans movies. I do too. I'll pie, say yeah, heist yeah. movies are is my like number oh, one favorite. Oh, I remember this. <laughs> See, that's, that's the thing is we did we, we watched Logan's Lucky a few a few months back, right? Yeah, yeah, and we yeah. reviewed that, and it was spectacular. And what I like so much about that <laughs> is in the original Ocean series, it was an all male cast, and and you know Steven Soderbergh did a very good job with them. But again, all male cast. The female, the female cast members, the female uh, characters in the series are sort of incidental to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Tess, who was uh, Danny Ocean's ex, and his current love interest, and all that kind of stuff, this thing played by Julia Roberts, and then in the third one you have Alan Barkin, and I mean they just seemed incidental to the whole thing. Uh, but then you watch Logan's Lucky. And you have the sister played by the so you're actress. Say Logan Lucky. Logan, Logan Lucky. <laughs> Logan Lucky. Whatever. Logan. Logan's. Logan's luck. Lucky. Lucky. Logan. I heard someone the other day call it Lucky Logan. It's like that's just. My mom always calls Chipotle Chipotle. Chipotle. <laughs> yeah, my dad does too. I don't know. What? Yeah, they both always say Chipotle. Chip- well, it's say like it. that's one thing I've never said is everybody always says Brett Favre, right? The quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. I think he's retired yeah. now. But they all say Brett Favre. It's Brett Favre. Is it? It's F A V R E. Oh. It's, I believe, Brett French Favre. and it's Favre. <laughs> Everybody calls me Cole, so. Cole? People always put my name C H O L E or C O L E. How is it Chloe. It's Chloe. I mean, that's C H L O E. Yeah, but people always spell It's like acute dyslexia that over overtakes everybody. C H O L E. They don't have dyslexia with with my name. They just feel the need to put an in. Do they call you Brandon? They, everybody calls me Brandon. The other one I've gotten is Brady. <laughs> everyone, everyone, everyone always. Can I call they, you they, Brady? They, they add an in or they take an in out. I want to call you Brady. So I don't know. What do people call you? Henners? Henhouse? Henhouse. No, no. <laughs> Never had Henhouse. Um, they do always mispronounce my last name, though. Oh, yeah. Instead of, I, I have mispronounced it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, Fair tea. Adams always said uh, fl- Flaherty. Like, Flaherty. Yeah, well, the thing is, so, like, it's it's pronounced Fairty, but yeah. a lot of people say Fahirty. It's Irish, right? Yeah. But, like, actually, Flaherty was my nickname in high school. because Flaherty. Or not, not in high school, in middle school, because... A guy uh, wrote it that way in the school newspaper, and it just kind of caught on. Yeah, people called me that, uh, but yeah, everyone uh-huh. always met. Yeah, people called me slow. Slow. Yeah. Slow. Slow. I've gotten a lot of weird. Yeah, I've gotten a lot of nicknames. Mm. But yeah, but I mostly am called Henry. Ghostbusters. Sometimes Hen. <laughs> Sometimes John. Oh yeah, the homeless guy. John Henry. <laughs> John Henry. I can call you Eddie. The, Eddie, when you call me, you can the call homeless me guy. Uh, who comes in Joe Van Gogh a lot, he, for a while he thought my name was John. <laughs> and it was just too far gone to tell him it was Henry. I had a homeless guy approach me at... <laughs> Did he call you John? Sorry. He approached okay. me at Target parking lot once and uh, asked me for money. And I said, I didn't have any money. So he asked me to go in an ATM and get some money. And I said that I was not going to do that. So then he, uh, I unlocked my car and he just climbed into the, the passenger seat. What? <laughs> he, said, he told me that once we pick up his bike from Chick-fil-A, then I could take him to the homeless shelter. Jesus. So what? I, said, I asked him to get out of the car, then he placed a, a knife on his knee. 
and just gave me this look, and I was like, "All right, we'll go to oh we'll go to Chick Fil A." Jesus Christ, Jacob! Was, uh, a few minutes away, and then we we go, and he's out like getting his bike, and I don't think the bike belonged to him because he's really struggling with the lock on the bike. Wait, uh, you waited? He didn't. Well, I mean, Why did you no, like as, as soon as as soon as he got out, he was he was struggling with the bike, and yeah, and yes, I was about to leave, but before I could, a police car pulled up and they tackled the guy to the ground and took him away. Without, <clears throat> wow. Damn. And then I left. Jacob. Jacob, you're a badass. <laughs> well, we hear stories, stories of you know twenty feet from stardom, and Jacob and his stories of true crime. My yeah. uh, uncle featured a, uh, in the official biography <laughs> of Steven Spielberg. <laughs> on the way to the uh, on the way to the Chick Fil A, <laughs> uh, I believe "Get Down on today. It" by Cool and the Gang was playing on the radio, and he told me that was his favorite song. He wanted me to turn it up. <laughs> Shout out to that guy, if you're listening. Oh, yeah. Okay, then. <laughs> what the heck? That's so funny, Jacob. What, what on earth? That's cool. That's Is that crazy. like a common kind of thing for you? Oh, yeah. My life is a, a clip show of, of sitcom scenarios. That makes sense. It's like my best friend Kaylee's like that, too. Some people are just like that. Mm. Huh. Very strange. <laughs> Want to have a podcast about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what else, Jacob? Give us another good story. We talk about everything under the sun. So we, can all, we can all sit down and talk for like a couple hours about my life as a... In any case. My life as a... Oh, she's Who is the, the, the uh, Logan Lucky, the, the, the young actor, Riley Coe? Riley Coe, yeah. yeah. Uh, she's great. She was in there, <coughs> and she's badass, and she's just, she's, she's not one of the Logan brothers, she's, you know, the Logan sister, but I mean, she's still uh, a central character and she's bad and she's just there. She's a woman, whatever, right? So I don't get, I, I don't understand, you know, why they feel the need to remake all these films yeah. with all female casts. Because Hollywood is, they don't have any original ideas anymore. And the thing, the thing that puzzles That's me like is... That's best case scenario reason, honestly. Well, the thing that puzzles me is I watch this trailer and I go... Oh, and all female. Okay, great. We're being progressive. We've got all women. In Not the really, but yeah. What are they doing? What is what is what is the key to their heist? It's not that they're going and they're they're planning some intricate heist at a casino and doing all these fancy wacky plans like in Get the Ocean's Eleven, boxes. Twelve, Thirteen. Yeah. What are they planning in this one? Gonna rob a Met Gala. They're gonna rob a ball. Yeah. They're going to rob a gala, and they're going to in particular they're going to rob Anne Hathaway of a very expensive necklace. And so, it's the trailer. It's just shots of them, sort of sitting around. You know, one of the Sarah Paulson, who I love, she's awesome. American Horror Story and uh, the O.J. Simpson story and uh, Twelve Years a Slave. Was she's she in like that? The, um, she's, really? She's Michael Fassbender's wife oh she or, seems to be playing the uh like the i got out character cliche you know, and like, she's in carol too she's good in carol yeah back in. Yeah, oh, she's, yeah she's the i've got a happy family now um rihanna's the hacker aquafina's the pickpocket mindy, mindy kaling is the yes braven for, forger she forges or she she i'm just fakes necklaces she or fakes something. jewelry i'm yeah. just so happy right now and then it seems helena bottom carter is playing herself. yes yeah, the cast is good, no doubt. So, yeah, yeah. but it's just. But it's uh, if you're supposed to be making these films about you know women progressive, uh, okay. Uh, 
it, it strikes me as a little something. What's the word I'm looking for? Demeaning? Patronizing? No, maybe patronizing. Yeah, no, kind of off-cut. I don't know. I know what you mean. But it's like, what's... what's Okay, look at us. We're so progressive. We've got an all-female cast. We're planning a heist, and they're going to go rob a ball. I think one so, of the... One of the um... Even when they're trying to get away from sort of the patriarchal male, all-men cast, uh, uh, they have an all-female cast, and then the all-female cast goes and robs. So it's like the Disney princess heist, which totally yeah. undercuts the, the entire intent of the whole thing, right? Mm -hmm. am, I, am I wrong in that? No, you're right. <laughs> and one of, the, uh, one of the big plot points from Ghostbusters was, was how hot... Uh, the receptionist was yeah. like Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. like like they're all like fawning mm -hmm. over him and and like how how muscly he was and like all this stuff. So you know like it's it it does come off as a little patronizing. I think a big a big thing with that is uh, uh I do think that there is a too much of like a, a a male presence in Hollywood in terms of directing and writing and things, and we don't get a lot of female directors. A lot of them are like hovering around the indie scene you know yeah. I, yeah, not a lot of them are in, are in hollywood and and so and a lot of people praised wonder woman for what it did but i still thought there were a lot of like like just like penis jokes and sex jokes and stuff and just weird stuff in that movie and you know it was because it was written by a man it was directed by a woman it was written by a man still mm. so you know i think i think you know oceans eight and ghostbusters both directed by men uh as far as mm -hmm. i know and uh well that's the interesting thing about it is is uh Ghostbusters was directed by who is it? Paul Feige. It's Paul Feige. Paul Feige. Paul Feige. 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 The like teacher from Sabrina the Teenage Witch. I was getting him and Kevin Feige confused. Yeah, that's that's okay because yeah. one of them is Mr. Mark Poole. Feige and the other is Call him Mr. Poole. Feige or something. Feige. Feige? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Paul Feige uh, was the teacher, of Mr. Poole, and Sabrina uh, the Teenage Witch. Blast from the past. Best show of all time. She's in Xena Warrior Princess. Who is? Who? Sabrina. What? Melissa Joan Hart? Melissa Joan Hart? No, she's not. She's not. No, she's not Zenith. Zenith Warrior <laughs> Princess. What's that, what's, that's that, Lucy what's, that, what's that other what's that other movie that's that's similar to Xena Warrior Princess that was on the Disney Channel? On the Disney what? Channel? Starring Sabrina. Sabrina was not in Disney movies. She was in Clarissa Explains It All, yeah. which was on Nickelodeon. Are you thinking of Xenon? Maybe. Xenon? That's not I'm Melissa Joan Hart. I'm the Master Mayor. Xenon um, not, okay. I mean, the, the thing the thing about about Ghostbusters that I'll say is at least they didn't change, you know, what what the cast was doing. The original Ghostbusters, they hunted out ghosts. Yeah. And the new one, terrible film, but they were still just hunting ghosts. Yeah. As opposed to this Ocean's <laughs> film, they're, they're rebooting the Ocean's, Ocean's 8 instead of just sort of a gender-neutral thing. Let's go rob a bank. Yeah. Right? Let's yeah. plan a heist of a Right. Uh, oh, it's the Kentucky Derby. Shitloads right. of money. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go hold that up. Yeah, that would have been a good option. Right. Yeah. They go and rob. I mean, so again, it seems to me like, oh, gender progressive women do taking over the world. Yeah. And they rob 
Well, that's the ultimate problem with these kind of things, is you're overgeneralizing, right? So, like, oh, well, women would like to watch a movie where it's at the Met Gala and there's joy and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But that's the same kind of problem as having an all-female cast. It just needs to be more middle of the... Yeah. And I say this all the time, like, feminism is just equality. It's not like... Women, right, exactly. It's right? Not... So it's the same kind of problem, and it's just all very frustrating. Thank you. it's just I'm, so useless. I'm on your wavelength. Gen- I mean, equality is equality. It's not... It's just so dumb. Yeah. yeah. I agree with you there. I just don't God like the remakes. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not I'm not I'm not keen on these I mean, you know, I'm remakes remakes, rehashings, you know. It depends okay. The last remake I liked No, that's probably not true because I don't think enough to actually know that. But like Shop Around the Corner became You've Got Mail. Like that's cool. Mm. I'm in, you know? But just works the exact same thing with like one stupid change. Because ultimately it should be the, um, trivial. Where hmm? you've seen the news about the Twenty One Jump Street all female remake? Oh. Yes. With what? Emma Stone. Oh my god. It's just no. insulting. It's oh stupid and insulting. Yeah, it's just it's just ridiculous. They need to stop it already. Just stop it. Ugh! It makes me so mad. I'm it's excited just... for that uh, that Men in Black. And uh, and Twenty One Jump Street crossover. Yeah, that's gonna be what? hilarious. Apparently, that's you haven't dead heard now. about that. No, it's, no. It's, it's it's not dead. It's just in <laughs> it's in development hell. Mm. It's, it's called MIB Twenty Three. Yeah, it's alive in Jacob's mind and heart. Yeah. I think we that's need more. Like I think we need more dumb crossovers. I, I think really think we do. Has anyone heard of the show Supernatural? I'm sure you've yes. all heard of it. They're crossing over with Scooby Doo in March. That makes so what? much sense. They're crossing over with Scooby Doo. Guys, and I said that specifically that it's going so to be sense. said specifically it's going to be the Scooby Doo characters coming into the supernatural yeah, universe sense. instead of the other way around. And I believe the show creator said we're going to some dark places with Scooby Doo. The actress wow. who played who voiced Daphne just died. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Yes, well, sure. Yeah. Really? Hmm? What's what's uh uh Gray her name's Gray or something, right? Or I can't remember her name, but she passed. <laughs> hmm. So yeah. Wow. Sarah so Michelle Gellar still kicking. That was in poor taste, but Sarah it's true. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. And, um, what's his the, name? They're the, the best couple of all time. David Boreanaz? No. What? Fred, what's his name? Freddie Prince Jr. They're the best couple of uh, all time. Okay. I went to, uh, I went to a Buffy sing-along for the musical episode thing. At oh, Jack yeah? Oh. Con. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> cool. Cool. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Alright, well, uh, I guess we can talk about Sicario 2 Soldado, uh, which just got released, I guess, yesterday. No, Emily Blunt makes me sad. Yeah. Really? So, this yeah. is the sequel. Yeah, she's not in it. Sequel to Sicar- uh, Denis Villeneuve's Sicario. He's came not out involved here. either, right? No. No. Really? no, but no, but it is written by Taylor Sheridan, who did yeah. write yeah. the first one. I don't know. I mean, I watched the trailer for this, and Sicario, the first one was awesome, but that's again largely Emily Blunt. I don't know. I don't know. If, I, I would say Benicio del Toro was. A well, I mean, factor. yes, it was. It's hard, you know. James Brolin or Josh Brolin and uh, Benicio del Toro <laughs> were amazing, but Emily Blunt's character, I think, was sort of the focal point for that, and sort of how she was duped by these guys and, and sort of her unwitting role and all the strange stuff that's going on and this rather sort of strange sinister plot and um but she was she was remarkable. Mm. She was so good in Sicario. And then if she's not there, 
I don't know. It it, it, it feels like a, a a crucial component to the whole thing is is oh. being removed. Uh, that being said, even watching the trailer, I know that trailers are made to sort of hype up the film and and uh, generate interest. But this one looks more sort of straight up action filmy. Mm, yeah, uh, yeah, I'll yeah. I'll say that. I mean, I I think it does look good. I mean, I was a huge fan of Sicario. I love Sicario, yeah. but um, I mean, I think this one looks <coughs> interesting. Like, I think if they take like a kind of like a trashy kind of crime style to it, like a something like Savages or something, I think that could be you interesting. Love savages. I don't love Savages. I just <laughs> yeah, I just talking enjoy. about Savages. Well, because it's it's a it's a a good segue from something like this, but like. I think it looks good. I, I'm curious, curious to find out about Benicio del Toro. So yeah, I mean, I, I, um, I hope it doesn't just devolve into like it's your typical action movie, you know? Because I mean, without Dennis Villanueva attached, I'm not. I don't have much hope. Mm. Villeneuve. Yeah. Villeneuve. Not French Canadian. Villeneuve. It's not Italian. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Villeneuve. Nice try. But um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Cl- Chloe. Do you, did you like Sicario or Sicario or no? It was fine. It was fine. <laughs> she loved She's it. very non-committal <laughs> she about all it. the films today. I know. Star Wars, shrug. Star Trek, I don't know. I Sicario, eh. Yeah. I gave Star Trek three lens flares. Okay. <laughs> I like that part in Sicario where that guy's like, please don't kill me in front of my family. So then uh, he just kills like, his family. Time to meet God. Like, that, was, uh, yeah. that was intense. That was good. That was, yeah. Yeah. Something and that that um, the drive into Juarez is amazing. Yeah. You know, on the on the highway and yeah, through yeah, the. Yeah. That's, that's From awesome. what I recall, like, didn't the Sicario end with like Benicio de Toro delivering like a threat to Emily Blunt's character? I right? mean, she, he, so, he said that you're not meant. Yeah. He said you're not meant for this world, and so she yeah. kind of leaves, and he stays. You know. Oh, okay. okay. So yeah. something I kind of, I guess, but. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it comes out, I guess, next summer, but I think it looks cool. So I'm going to go see it. because uh, Again, Tyler Sheridan. Taylor Sheridan? Taylor. 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 <laughs> His scripts are so good. Yeah, they're surprisingly. He's such a good writer. So I'm going to go see it because of that, but I'm, I just, I'm just afraid that they figured, okay, well, Sicario got a lot of critical praise, didn't quite get the huge fan base, so let's... Let's action up this next one to see if we can't broaden the... It's an interesting choice for a sequel. Like, I'm surprised. Yeah. It's time to plug in the computer. I just thought he was trying to set the mood. Oh. Yeah. Uh. So, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I was talking to this, uh... I was talking about this with Henry before. I don't don't like the the, the, the name change... When it was first announced, it was just Soldado, and now it's like Sicario 2. And I'm like, that's just so cheesy. I understand yeah. that they need to do like the whole marketing thing, but I don't know. Marketing is ruining America. Yeah. There you go. Marketing mm-hmm. is ruining Hollywood. See you next this week. Is, this is the truth of it. We need to burn Hollywood to the ground and start over. I agree. It's dead. <laughs> Fire except, all except of the actors. Except for what? Dunkirk. <laughs> Dunkirk right somebody yeah. asked me about somebody asked me about Dunkirk today, and you know I I liked it, right? Yeah. But my initial reaction was just to roll my eyes and go, "Oh my god!" Just because you talk about it so much. <laughs> yeah, he's ongoing love affair with with Christopher yeah. Nolan. Yeah. Uh, What's he gonna put out next? 
I just don't know. Don't know. Sequel to Memento. Mm. No. No thanks. Oh Memento's getting God. remade, and I am furious. Is it? Yes. Is it really? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Is it all I don't women? know. Like, a remake is supposed to take something that, like, maybe wasn't received as well or isn't as yeah. good and, like, make it better or, yeah. tra- like, sort of transform it. Memento was already perfect. Yeah, uh, pretty soon. Hmm? What? Yeah, Westworld, Westworld season, season two. two. Pretty soon. I, yeah, I've been meaning to They've watch They've never, one, neither of them has watched it. No, you haven't seen Westworld, see Henry? Exactly. Henry. Oh, sorry. Henry. I've seen the pilot. Westworld, watch it's it. It's so good. I know. It's just Jacob, another show I gotta watch. Jacob, yeah. our relationship confuses me. <laughs> <laughs> I want that, uh, I want that red special edition. Oh, that 4K? Oh, man. That looks, that steelbook. Oh, that's nice. Go get it and watch it. I will. He just wants you to buy yeah. it and then not want it. What do you do all day, it. Henry? Just watch Westworld. That's true. <laughs> I have no life. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just do this once a week and you go back to just like eating saltines in your room. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's my life. Saltines. Although I'd say I, it's basically that, but just cereal. <laughs> saltines I, and solitude. Yeah. Sounds like a... It's a good memoir. That'd be a good podcast name. Saltines <laughs> and solitude. <laughs> If we ever do a, one of our spin-off ideas, we can name it that. What was the, the one we had? Bananas and something? Bananas and... Bananas yeah. and bros. Bananas and bros. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, yeah, so keep an eye out for Soldado. Uh, yep. Comes Don't. out next year. Are you sure that's... Never mind. I thought it was like Soldado. Like I think you guys... It's S-O-L-D-O. Soldado. 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 Villanueve. Yeah. Villanueve. Villanueve. It's a me, Dennis Villanueve. You say however you want to, Jeff. <laughs> it's a free country. This is a judgment free uh, zone here. Uh, okay, so that's about all the news we got. So uh, I guess we can move into our uh, mail that we have this week. So the filmbudspodcast at gmail.com is the address that you can reach us, and also on Twitter and Facebook. We love hearing from you. Uh, any, anything you have also to say. Also, you should say to rate, rate it. Yeah, and yeah, anyone listening, feel free to go rate us on iTunes. That kind of helps us move up the ranks of the. The like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do 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 everything. Do it all. So that yeah, that helps us move <clears throat> up, and people see us more often or more likely on iTunes. So do that, but and also send us a uh, question. So, anyhow. Uh, so the first one we got is from Andy. No, uh, no, oh no, loca- no locale. Andy, and he's blowing, blew it. So he says, hello, film buds. In light of the petition going around for The Last Jedi, what films or franchi- franchises do you wish or think deserve this type of crazy, cran- f- crazy <laughs> fandom <laughs> that does not already? <laughs> <laughs> Always enjoy the show, Andy. Thank you so much. So yeah, thanks, uh, Andy. Yeah, thanks. Is it A N D Y? A N D I E. A N A N D Y. Because it could be one of those gender. I mean, Andy could be a guy's name or a girl's name. I've met a girl named Andy. Nobody yeah. referenced the gender though, Brayden. Well, we just think so much, Andy. He or she was. Oh, did you? No. Oh, 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 well. Mm. Gosh, God, Henry. Butterfingers. It's 2017. <laughs> I know. I'm losing it. But, well, yeah, so are there any films that, or franchises that you think deserve to have a 
much bigger fan base yeah. or wider fan base than it, it does already. Probably oh. HP. Of course, yeah. <laughs> HP isn't nearly bigger. Yeah, Harry Potter fan base is yeah, entirely too uh, small. I think you already have like the big ones, you know, like Harry Potter, Star Trek, <coughs> Star Wars, uh, Marvel, DC. I would, you know, and I, I don't. I don't how large is more the, grassroots? My answer would be Dark Tower because I just wish that was so good. And while they I feel did, like if the fan base was stronger. They would. Lord have of the Rings is actually effort. surprisingly probably one of the smaller. Lord ones. of the Rings? Mm. No way. Well, I was curious about the Planet of the Apes fan base. That that's one that I think should be bigger than it is. I mean, there are already <laughs> obviously people that it's love it. Pretty like me, big, but I mean, they they get they make good the the films generate a pretty decent profit. Yeah, all, like least, a, but... all the fans are like old. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. not true. Well, one of one of the biggest fans that I know of the Planet of the Apes is, is my coworker Will at the theater. Who's yeah, I've seen I've seen all the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah, it's actually my introduction to James Franco. So it was the first Whoa. movie I, first movie I ever saw James Franco in, and I was like, hey, this guy's like a serious actor. And then I saw like Pineapple Express, and <laughs> he's not a serious actor. That was actor. the first was time like, you oh. saw James Franco. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I, I think Poor he's he's got some acting chops. I haven't seen Busted him in there much outside of Pineapple Express or... Uh, is this a this joke? The end, but... I feel like I'm being gaslighted here. What? Well, no, I mean, he was quite good in Disaster Artist, which was... Uh, he was, was awesome sort in of his... Spring Breakers, too. Oh, yeah. I need to see he's that. He's really good but, in that. He's again, good Army in literally everything. Are... You know, they asked, they asked Tommy Wiseau what he thought of James Franco in Spring Breakers, and he, he wouldn't answer. In Spring Breakers? Yeah. Hmm. He said his favorite James Franco movie is Sunny, which is really funny. Cause yeah, yeah. James Franco plays a male that. prostitute. There's some good, uh, there's some good Tommy Wiseau interviews out there. He he's, he offers up almost nothing, but he says a lot. Yeah, with his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he says so much, but it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. <laughs> but I love him. I mean, I'd say uh, the Planet of the Apes franchise is probably one of my definitely one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then maybe like the Alien series as well. <clears throat> yeah, I think like yeah, <coughs> Predator, like Alien, Aliens and Predator, like that, like that used to be really big, and then it like fell off. I think. Well, Predator, they're doing uh, the first film was awesome, but Shane Black else... is doing a new one next year. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keegan I mean, all the all the films that they've done with Predator since that first one have been awful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The second one, Danny Glover, horrible. Predators, oh. Predators, that was like a third one, like Predators, I think, with Topher Grace. Savages. Oh, I actually kind of <laughs> liked uh, that one. What's his name? Uh, Adrian Brody. Adrian Brody, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember that thing. Yeah, I, 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 I actually kind of liked that one, but the Predator, Alien Predator crossovers, bad. I think there were a lot of franchises back in the day, like Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, um... Aliens, Predator, a lot were like really big, and then they just like just ran them into the ground, like straight downward plummet until they were like we like cannot realistically keep making these movies, and then they yeah. just cut them off. Whereas like all of the Star Wars movies, pretty good. All of the Harry Potter movies, pretty good. All the Lord of the Rings movies, pretty good. You know, like all the Star Trek movies, pretty good. You know, so like they keep up like this like consistency. Mm-hmm. So I think to have a franchise, what, yeah. One. What about consistency? Terminator? Yeah, Terminator. Terminator, I think, have a weird one. Well, down. that's that's the thing is is first one was was good. It was fun to watch. I mean, it was just sort of goofy, low budget sci fi type stuff. But uh, it's fun to watch. Uh, the second one, everybody, James Cameron, it's the best movie ever. It was good. 
Okay, we'll say James, James Cameron took, took Terminator and Alien, <laughs> and then ter- Terminator Two and Aliens are completely different movies from the first one, mm-hmm. but they don't they don't retroactively like harm the first movie. Exactly. Yeah. Alien yeah. and Terminator One are still amazing, but then like people say like Aliens and T Two are like incredible in a completely different way because they're both just like action films. T Two yeah. yeah, is probably. the train spotting. Mm-hmm. You said it. Is that I'll what we're talking about? I say T Two yes. for Terminator, Terminator Two. <laughs> Uh, I was um, almost back I, in. <laughs> I mean, well, one movie that I haven't read the comics that it was based on, but the Spielberg's uh, Adventures of Tintin, that was so good. You and haven't? Then, you don't know the world of Tintin? I haven't, like, I haven't really TV read show? that. You no. need to read the comic. Isn't it yeah. one coming out soon? Or it, that, it, that's one that's kind of in development hell. Uh, like, yeah, it's kind of, yeah. like, yeah. I wish that film would have made more money, <laughs> and so we could get a cool franchise with that, because I, I loved... Spielberg's one. You so. can go watch uh, Paddington instead. <laughs> That's a, not, not the same a sequel to Paddington. A sequel to Paddington is coming out. I know. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I love my Paddington bear, but it's not. <laughs> it's not a fill-in for Tintin. Me too. Me. That's like one of the few stuffed animals I had. I never had a Paddington bear when I was Paddington. a child. I knew who who Paddington bear was. I loved the. But yeah, I was a big Paddington person. I really just can't can't think of a of a franchise that I think should have that because anytime I think of one, I can't realistically seeing it, like see it being that popular. Mine's you know, still so. Dark Tower. Yeah, that'd be one that'd be. I mean, that's that's kind of yeah. like beginning, right? Like it could see. I, I, no, because it's crapped out. I bet they're not gonna make another one. No, they're but not. But if the fan base I mean, was stronger, I mean, it'd be a different story. Well, the fan base would be stronger if they gave it. If they gave it the treatment it deserved. Well, let's the books well, chicken and egg. Well, Stars is doing the show. Oh, that's yeah. true. It's going the way of the Dark Forgot. Universe. R.I.P. Dark Universe. What is that? The Mummy and classic Universal Monsters one. You know, with the new one that came out with Tom Cruise. Oh, they were, they, those have been so bad. Yeah. The I, can't, I can't recall. Just... You, did it, you did an episode on the Mummy, right? Mm, no. Yes or no? No, I don't, I, think... I don't think we were had started. We should, because yet. I loved the Mummy. Oof. Right. Really? That, that, that Not one. for the reasons that you would think. Okay. <laughs> what reasons then? I thought it was the year's best comedy. Oh. Okay. Is that the one with the skeletons? Tongue in cheek. Yeah. Oh, but, I know. There were just a lot of reasons that I loved it. I was like, I was like, this movie does not want to. Although Tom it. Cruise is kind of like a, co- it, a comedic god. Yeah, like, I was like, I was so, like, I was like, he, this he can be just so ridiculous. He's and funny. a good. He I was like, this so movie does though. not want us to take it seriously at all. Like when when he's like laying on that table and like she's gonna like sacrifice him and then she's like she's like tickling him or whatever and then he's like and then all of a sudden the door opens and like that girl he's with is there and then and then they all just like freeze frame and he's like ooh and I'm just like this movie is just like there is one amazing there is there is one amazing scene that is when uh, Sophia Batella attacks him in the woods and their car crashes and he's kind of tr- determined oh, to be yeah. the, the manly guy and so he's kind of like limping over to Sophia Batella and his uh, co-worker's like get him Tom <laughs> oh yeah when, he, when <laughs> they're driving like, when they're driving he, like, he, like, cuts off, he cuts off one of the, the zombie people's arms and then it's like he's just like oh, oh, and just like grabbing him and I'm like this movie is ridiculous I love this <laughs> I, have, I have it on Blu-ray I should rewatch it <laughs> it's, it's, oh my god yeah okay it's just uh, ridiculous it's just it's ridiculous yeah. well uh, it's insane I don't know. That's a tough question. If franchise, I I feel like we answered it. Dark Tower, yeah. Planet of the Apes. Dark Tower. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Those two. I think Dark Tower deserves more, but then again, it also might have a better fan base if it got the treatment it deserves by the studios. Mm -hmm. 
Which it would if it had a bigger fan base. This isn't yeah. really, I mean, this isn't really related to, like, franchises, but, uh... It's a never-ending, I think, vicious like, cycle. I think we need more, more biopics. I just, I love yeah. biopics. I don't know why. They're always just, they're always just, like... Biopics. I was just like biopic. pretty bad. That's biopic. Mm. It's you can say not. it both, you can say it both ways. It's a literally biography picture. Yeah. Biopic. You can say biography. Oh my god, you can say anything. Bio- you can call me Chole, it's not my name. Biography picture. Yeah, you're putting my You don't say like biography. <laughs> oh, it's not happy. <laughs> Biology. <laughs> Keep keep going. What's the question? <laughs> All right. So thanks, Andy, for that question. Ho- hopefully we answered it. Uh, and so now this one is Stephen. He did give a locale. Arizona. Nice. So Stephen writes, hoping, uh, I'm guessing it's a guy. Guess, guess I would think Stephen is a pretty. Yeah. So Stephen writes. I know a girl named Stewart. I know a girl named Stewart. Well, she goes by Stewart. Yeah. Is that actually her name? I do as well. S T U A R T. I know a girl named Stuart. Cool. What's her name? Shout out. <laughs> All right. So Stephen writes, "Dear podcasters, uh, what do you think is the best way for someone interested in film or whatever field similar to that to get started? I actually have been uh, getting interested in podcasting and maybe even radio because of listening to podcasts over the last year." However, this business is hard to get, to break into and was just wondering what you all thought about it, even if this field isn't necessarily your cur- current career area. Any ideas or comments would be greatly appreciated, even if it just meant people having the discussion on the show. I really appreciate everything, so keep up with what you're doing. Breaking the film? No, yeah, podcasting. Or, or, no, or he, well, I think he said film and then um, uh, podcast. He said have been getting interested in podcasting but he said interested in film I've got I've got some advice go for so, it go for it Jacob so, make a website at winks.com <laughs> Break, breaking into the film industry which I know that I guess me and Henry are, are both trying to do um unless uh okay so if you can afford it you know I, I do think that like moving to LA is a good option. It's not something that I have ever considered doing because I don't have any money. So I'm not going to go eat white bread with my cats and my fiance for like 10 years doing <laughs> scripts and editing for free until someone decides to give me, you know, a B movie. Not my scene. So, you know, if you can afford to do that, you know, go do that. But like in terms of like a logical and what I think realistic way to break break into the film industry these days, um unless you are very lucky or extremely skilled you should always like if you're going to university for film or whatever you should f- try and find a way to take your skill set and your degree and sort of formulate it into like a more practical base where you're not just like graduating from college and you're like all right time to write some scripts and shoot some movies you can absolutely do that but don't let that be the only thing you do i think a very important thing to do is to go get a career whether that be in film or in something else that is going to pay you well, you know, and try and acquire some skills to where you can get a career that is going to pay you well so you can afford to live, you can afford some things that you want, and you can just be comfortable. And then any free time that you have, you know, on the weekends or time off or whatever, that's when you 
do your projects, you write your scripts, you shoot your movies, and you work on that on the side and get that up to the point where you need to be, but don't let that be your only sole surviving thing. I would say so. I think Jacob's advice is don't die. <laughs> My, I have two. One is more flippant and cynical, which is simply don't. Yes. Oh my uh, god, Brayden. No, the film industry is such an absolute disaster of an industry. It's not, it's really frankly not worth pursuing a career in. I would disagree with this that. This is so upsetting, Brayden. Um, yeah. I mean, I would say, no, I mean, it's, it's, I would say it's very hard to get into. I mean, like me, getting hard to get into, but I would say it's not pointless to pursue it. Then, then we wouldn't have the filmmakers we have now. It's pretty, I mean, a lot of them but not all of them, Brayden. I mean, there. I would say there'd be plenty of people who would be happy even if it was just they were just the boom mic yeah. guy. Yeah. You know. Well, that was my more practical, uh, more I guess hopeful, less cynical take on things. Is if you want to get into the film industry, don't just say, "I'm going to be a director. I'm going to write." Go to seek out a. It's kind of like an apprenticeship or a technical school rather than just saying I'm going to go to in my film school and be a director there are programs that you can go and learn to be a sound editor and a film uh, an editor uh, a mixer a something and so learn learn a practical skill and then you can apply that and then hopefully through uh, pursuing a career in something a little more practical with regard to you know say sound mixing film editing uh, something along those lines then you can build up connections, you can, uh, it's, it's all about connections, it's all about networking. Any job, it's about networking. Mm -hmm. um, I've heard just about pursuing careers in general, I've heard all kinds of, and I mean, I'm still uh, sort of in, in employment limbo myself <laughs> right now, but um, everything I hear is, is some vast majority of people in the careers that they have right now, they've gotten there through networking. <clears throat> it's not because they, they, they sent in an application and had a, you know, sort of a cold, uh, cold call and then, you know, an interview and they got the job. It's because they know somebody in a company and they were able to get sort of a foot in the door that way. And so if you've got a practical skill, you can apply within the film industry, either in production or sound or uh, film edit, whatever. Do that and then hopefully you can begin to network that way. And then that, I think, is, is going to provide you the best shot at um, moving into sort of those more sort of high-profile positions. Because it's very rare, I think, that uh, people start just just flat out, you know, oh, now I'm a director, you mm -hmm. know. Yeah, so I mean, I... One word, nepotism. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Follow your dreams and believe in yourself, Stephen. Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, <laughs> I mean, it's it's tough, no, no doubt. I mean, I would say... I mean, I, yeah, I'm I'm still trying to figure out, figure out exactly what I even want to do, but uh, I would say trying to figure out what you want to do and then just try and get involved with that in whatever way you can. And if you want to do podcasting, well, that's something that's actually not that hard to set up. It took me a few weeks, and I spent a little money off, but... And don't expect to be make much money off it at first. I'm not making money. I'm actually losing money <laughs> for paying all that yeah, for the like any great for, business. Yeah, for like the audio hosting and all that. I'm losing money with this, but it's I've learned things just by doing it, and may lead may lead to something, may not. But you know, just try and do whatever. Maybe you need what, a small loan of a million dollars. 
Maybe. <laughs> I, could, I could use that. We could all use a small loan of a million yeah. dollars. But, so I would say, Adam, yeah, do what you want to do. Don't let people tell you not to. Yeah. yeah? If you want to be a, I don't know. Uh, Anything. If you want to go to clown college, go to clown college. Be clown for, college is really hard. Okay? Be, be like Zach. Gal- there's very few. Be Zach Galifianakis and do it, you know? Yeah. Or Isla Fisher actually went to clown college, but she dropped oh, right. out. But... Hmm. Steve-O from Jackass, he went to clown college. Hmm. Huh. We'll get him now. But yeah, I mean, it's. I would say you, no matter what, you kind of have to do something to get involved. It's unless you're like in LA and you know everyone, it's probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta do a lot of it yourself, unfortunately. But that's what I mean. Like if you're if you just happen to be very well to do, then maybe going to LA would be a good idea. Mm-hmm. But if you're you know as broke as the rest of us, then if you're Tommy Rousseau, then have to go. <laughs> Apartments all up and down the California coast. Nobody can ever say that Tommy Wiseau did not accomplish what he set out to do. That's true. He set out to be famous. And look at where he is. He's famous. (laughs) There's your lesson, Steven. Yeah. Uh, He's like, I want to be a big Hollywood star. I want to be famous. You know, I want to be well-known in Hollywood. He did it. He He did did. Mm -hmm. He did it. And, I mean, for podcasting, I mean, (coughs) it's... If you have questions, you can email me. Or anyone, if... You, you can call questions? him. No. He needs friends. <laughs> no, I don't need friends. I have <laughs> Chloe. I, I have you. I have Brady. I have Jacob here. <laughs> all the friends. Andrew is all about saltines and salt. Yeah. <laughs> call him on the call him on the phone. Have a nice talk. Yeah. We can talk about movies. Talk about Dunkirk. <laughs> Henry will give you some occupational therapy. Yeah. You can pen pal from Arizona. That's cool. Yeah. I've had a few pen pals. But there's a train. But yeah, yeah a train. it's just about blocked out yeah. there. He says he listens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's something you can, you may need to spend a little bit of money to I get started. Huh? Oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> uh, to get started, but it's it's pretty fun, especially if you have a group, you know? One thing, it definitely is commitment. You gotta, gotta commit to it or, or kind of get out, you know? So, uh, but that's, yeah, so it's. I would encourage if you want to do a podcast, do it. It's it's actually not that hard to set up. So that's one thing I would say is is podcasting. If you want to do it, that's easy to get into. I mean, it's, uh, Henry, obviously, you know better than I do about the intricacies of, of setting up everything, the website and getting hosting and all of that. But uh, I mean, that information is out there. It's available, and you know, the democratization of media. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, how I I just learned all of it online. I just went and looked at stuff, and yeah. so you can really literally do it yourself. So. Sure. Make sure that you can be somewhat unique because the market is a little saturated. Yeah. Like with well, everything. Yeah. It's remarkably saturated. There's so many people out there making mm-hmm. content for everything. These exactly. Days. Even if you just want to make like some video essays on YouTube, incredibly yeah. saturated. Mm-hmm. Everyone's right. out there talking about video essays. And stuff. But believe I think... in yourself, Stephen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. Real. as long as you're passionate. I'm trying to lay down the, the law of the land, the real world stuff. That keeps you literally real. just graduated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so if, if you do get a, get a podcast going, let us know. We we'll listen to it. So I'll listen to it. Yeah, Jacob will listen to it each week. <laughs> or so he says. Yeah, so he says. Uh, no, but uh, yeah. So would I lie to you? No. I mean, come on. No, you're a good guy, Jacob. Jacob, you you're so much like Tom on my favorite show. It's so weird. Who's Tom? The whole time. Um, please like me. There's a character named Tom. Oh, please like you. me. You. He says he listens. <laughs> <laughs> I bring him. Please like me every week. I have a poor memory. Yeah, he's. He, well, and I, plus, can't, I can't remember every second of every show. Okay, yeah. okay. Oh, fair enough. 
just like Tom. But yeah, so hopefully that answers it. I mean, just kind of get involved in whatever you want to do. And you may fail, you may not, but it'll be worth but it. But at least you did it. Yeah. And see, if I hadn't done this, I never would have met Chloe, really. That's know? a fact. That is a fact. My, my, uh, my graduation speaker, who was like the CEO of Cone Health or something... Uh, that said that like, uh, he, he gave this big speech about about like some people see failure as a stopping point or something. You should see failure as like a as a good thing or something. Yeah. Like well, hey, last, last Jedi. Last Jedi. Last Jedi. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's it's not whether you fail, but how what you do with that failure. Yeah. Failure. It's not whether or not you fail. It's how stylish you are when you do it. Exactly. Hashtag Snoke. Hashtag Snoke. <laughs> Move fast. Die hard. <laughs> is that the term? I uh, like it. But yeah, so, alright, well, thank you for the questions. Hopefully, we answered them all right uh, for you. So, I guess we can just move on to our picks of the week. So, <coughs> Jacob, since you're the guest, uh, you've been watching anything over the last few months that you want to mention? I've actually been watching quite a few movies lately. So, uh, <laughs> I watched The Last Jedi. And, uh, Covered that one. <laughs> but I saw, I saw the Disaster Artist in theaters when it came out. I would highly recommend that to everyone. Um, I don't know how you, you know, you wouldn't call how you all felt about it, but pretty positive. <clears throat> I gave it four stars. Oh yeah, no, it's because I haven't listened to that episode. I don't yet. know what I gave it. Henry, you, you liked it, right? No, he didn't no, like it. Didn't I like gave it five. He didn't think it was funny. So, yeah, I thought it was. I great. thought it was, <laughs> that was kind of funny. I had a good audience for that too. You know, everyone everyone had clearly seen the room and they were all laughing at the right moments and no one was really like, obnoxious. Uh, at home, I, I've been watching several things. I watched Juno for the first time last uh. week. <laughs> I liked that a lot. That was great. Yeah. yeah, me too. Great. I, I mean, like, I like it a good. I time. believe I saw someone say on on Letterbox. They said like, uh, you know, a romantic comedy is like ice cream. No matter how many flares and stylings you put in it, it's still ice cream or something. That's but so stupid. I thought that that was the whole point. Ice was, I was so like, good. it was like a romantic <laughs> comedy with a lot of like intricate little quirky Quirks. things i don't know i liked it I, I, <laughs> um, I mean i haven't seen it in a while but i did like it when i've seen it so i watched it's just like jk simmons oh yes and ellen page is incredible uh yeah she's yeah. good the Who, actress that was the mother i don't recall her name but <coughs> she was good yeah, yeah. But okay. i really like um, parents michael sarah and ellen page i thought were okay yeah. i watched a uh, nerve with Dave Franco. Oh, how was that? And um, Emma Roberts. Uh, yeah. I think I gave it like th- like three stars because I really? mean like it was um. Oh, Allison Jan. It was um. It was like, it was easy to enjoy. I wasn't mm-hmm. like I wasn't like wow this is incredible and you know like the message was kind of like being hammered like oh social media is bad millennials are bad and I was like okay but like it was like entertaining. Hmm. <laughs> I actually yeah, heard. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard. <laughs> decent things about that so I, I will yeah. think I do want to watch that at some point so that was pretty entertaining and there was a recently watched all of Tarantino's movies in order so there's that whoa <laughs> which one's your favorite <coughs> uh Django Unchained I think is actually my favorite nice. really best theme song yeah I mean it was Pulp Fiction for a while but then after watching Django like three or four times I was just like I don't know it's just, just... Pulp Fiction Django it, it, Reservoir, for me it's still Reservoir Dogs yeah, the yeah. dialogue snaps. The acting is taut. I mean, Harvey Keitel, <laughs> Reservoir Dogs, and um, Reservoir Dogs, and and Jackie Brown are probably his two most 
not not Tarantino esque. Yeah, that's I think that's probably why I like. Although I did really like Inglorious <laughs> Masters as well. That, that's yeah, my favorite. Yeah. That's like my least favorite. Cool. There was actually there was actually one one more thing I watched recently. Let me see. I want to get it all out there. The people need to know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, here we go. Profile. <laughs> we need some little music to fill that. I'll put some. I can sing Django. Django. I'll put some. I'll put some music. No, I actually really like the original uh, song that uh, John Legend wrote for that movie. Who, who did that to you? Mm. It's great. It's great. I guess there wasn't anything. Okay. I saw. I saw Murder on the Orient Express on Thanksgiving, so that was good. What you think? It's okay. I think I gave it three. Yeah, it's about. I liked yeah, it a lot. Yeah, Chloe did. Michael I like my, I like my, uh, I like my murder mysteries. Probably like my second favorite genre. Yeah, I like so. the murder I, I, mysteries. I do too. too. But usually TV show. I just like TV. It's what I've really learned from this movie podcast. <laughs> I really <laughs> like TV. TV person, yeah, yeah, for sure. So that pretty much covers what I've been seeing lately. All right. I would recommend all of those to to any any film watcher. All right. So well, let's see. I, uh, I oh, well, I mentioned it on our a little pre-show banter <laughs> we had uh, before the show. You mean like talking? Yeah, pre-show okay. banter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Green room pre braden banter is what I call it. Okay. No, he was here. <laughs> so, um, I watched uh, Stronger, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, uh, last night, which is about the true story about Mark, or not Mark, uh, Jeff Bomber. Were you thinking Bomer? Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> no. Because he's in all those movies? No, but um, I think that's his name who lost his legs in the Boston bombing and it's about his recovery and his about his recovery and his relationship with his girlfriend and I thought it was really good uh, I Jake Gyllenhaal's incredible yeah. he's yeah. remarkable he's, and Tatiana Maslany she, yeah she's yeah she's really good in it too she's also quite good uh, but it's it's a really touching and at times very intense uh, personal drama I guess you can call yeah. it but very underrated, I'd say. It's, I think it's already been forgotten. Nobody, you know? nobody showed up to see it in the theaters. Yeah. When we played at the Chelsea, I it, did. Was, it was empty. Did you? Yes. Oh. But, and it was empty. Yeah. It was empty. And it was, it was a shame because the performances were spectacular. The story was really good. I mean, it's gripping because, you know, here's this guy who, because of misfortune, is sort of, he's thrust into this role as a hero and he, he's not comfortable with it at all. And he's not. There's nothing in his life that would that would have, you know, painted him as a hero beforehand. You know, mm. you know it was, um, it was really gut wrenching to watch this guy struggle with, with, with not just the accident, the loss of legs, but then everything that. It's happened. an interesting commentary on our society. In a way, mm. I guess you could say. That. <clears throat> I know, but I thought the two scenes that really stuck out was the elevator scene after yeah. the, the show or the, the, the game and then the car scene where she she leaves him in the car. Mm-hmm. I thought that those in particular were both really good. But 
very underrated movie, and that's on like Blu-ray and Amazon and all that now. We've got it right here. Actually. Yeah, yeah. If anyone wants, to, I'll, <laughs> if anyone I'll... wants to just reach their computer, <laughs> yeah. send Henry a mail. He'll 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 mail that off to you. Yeah, a little Christmas present. You so. should buy a you should just buy a bunch of copies of all, all your <laughs> Blu-rays and upsell them to the listeners. You right? Yeah. Jeez. That's how you make your money, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, I, yeah, so that was <clears throat> one of the better films that I've seen recently. I did see The Shape of Water, but I guess we'll review that next week. Oh, so. you did see we? That? Yeah, we saw it together. Yeah. I want to uh, see it. I want to see it. We were separated by some people, though. Yeah. But, really? Uh, that many people were there, is it? No, no. We, she was, no, we were like with a couple friends. people. And I was, I, we were kind of Henry, like, oh, Henry's okay. going to want to see it again. My best friend Connor talks. I probably won't see it again, though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll... No, I liked it. Uh, I, so far, I, it's basically met everyone's expectations. Del Toro needs this, man. He's, uh, he's, he's really depressed. What? Huh? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's always talking about like how, how he just like he just feels like he just gets kind of like just shoved to the back on like both the games and the the film industry. Yeah, congratulations like, for being a really successful director. I'm mm. so sorry for. Um, yeah, but I mean, I I'll say I liked the movie. Yeah, that's not a it's not a good argument. Yeah. Yes, it is. Rich successful people are allowed to to feel bad. Not about, about not about that though. You can't get pushed to the back burner when your movies are whatever. But no, as far as I know, Crimson Peak was not very well received. Oh, I love Crimson no, Peak. No, no, I mean, well, I mean, it was. <laughs> we received it well. Some people really <laughs> liked. I, I loved it. I, I liked it. Personally. Fans loved it. Critics weren't as, as forgiving. I rather please have continue. fans love it. But please, please continue. I mean, I won't. I, I guess I won't <laughs> say much about it now, just because I guess there's not much coming out this week. So I guess maybe we can we'll review that next week. But darkest hour. Oh yeah. So well, I don't know, Chloe. I mean, but, you were wanting to talk about that on the show, right? What? Ship water. There's so much to talk about. Well, I mean, do you want to talk about that next week? Yeah. All right. Can we talk well, about it right now? No, I want to go to Jacob. <laughs> Chloe's done. I yeah. have a life. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so uh, check out Stronger. Have you even seen it? Not yet. No. <laughs> give, give him time. Give the man time. <laughs> no, he just, whatever. Uh, Brain? I like the scene where she's holding the egg. Oh, uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't, Jacob. I haven't. Usually, hard boiled eggs are a big part of my diet, but recently <laughs> they haven't been. I was like, that's weird. Chloe, what's that going on? I said, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that's in reference to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> but, uh, uh, Braden, what about you? Um, I don't know. I haven't really been. Um,. <laughs> well, since we're talking about Guillermo del Toro, he's got a, an animated series on Netflix called Troll Hunters. It's oh, sort yeah. of something I geek out on, and that's that's why it's so sad. It's because Anton Yelkin did the voice of the main <laughs> character for the first season. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know who did the voice for this most recent season, but it, it sounds surprisingly similar to Anton Yelkin. Hmm. Um but that was, that was, you know, I watched that. It's a little bittersweet, obviously, again, because, you know, Guillermo del Toro, who's got Shape of Water out now, but it was, one of the voice actors was Anton Yelkin, and so, you yeah. know. I know, I can't, I literally just can't bring myself to watch it. Like, I love so many of his movies, like Odd Thomas, I love, Charlie Bartlett, I love whatever. Mm-hmm. Charlie Bartlett's one of the ones I'd watch, like, over and over, and I just, like, can't watch him, so sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. You know that, that like every movie that's come out in the past like oh my word maybe like <laughs> seven or eight years huh? do you have like every movie that's come out like in the past couple of years I usually buy a movie Dark each week few. it's a lot yeah you got La La Land there um <laughs> so many so many I want to own but can't afford that well you can you can like borrow any, any twenty bucks of Blu-ray before you leave you can borrow like whatever ones you want to watch oh, cool uh 
The other that. thing I've been watching is, because uh, it's on Netflix now, is Ash vs. Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. That's so up your alley, is I really can't even take one? it. It's a good one. It was on, like, Stars. Star yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's a Stars series, mm -hmm. and they're going to do a third season of it, I'm sure. Is it good? Yeah. It's, I love it. I've I mean, which, which is weird, because very good. it's totally <laughs> over-the-top gory. Which right. is not my. I'm not into into super gory films. I mean, that's kind like of that. That's what the Evil Dead was. Yeah. yeah. If you ever saw. Well, that. yes and no. Uh, I don't. The first film I haven't from the original series I haven't seen. The second film was sort of like goofy, campy horror film, and then the third film, Arguing Darkness, was just complete camp, utter camp, just total <laughs> campy camp, camp. I, I actually mean, really just, like the uh, reboot. I think they're in love. Evil Dead. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. I like the part um, at the end where she's like, she's like chainsawing that guy and there's just blood rain falling from the sky and I was like, I did like that one this moment. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the Star series is so utterly over the top. It's just gory. It's like Tarantino. It's, no. I mean, this no, is beyond. No, it's not. No, this is beyond Tarantino. Tarantino is, Tarantino got is all blood that violence from you know, okay. from Sam Raimi. <laughs> this is this is beyond. Like this Perfect. is this is this is. Have you ever seen Dead Alive? Peter Jackson's. I think it was his no. first film. No. Dead Alive. Yeah. No. How people not <laughs> seen this at home? Please go home and watch it. Yeah. Yes, go home and watch go it. Go home and watch it. Go home and watch it. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I've seen time. George Lucas's first movie. Uh, What's it called? THX one one three eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that? I need to see that. I haven't seen that. It sounds like a film I'd totally geek out on. Yeah, it's good. It's uh, really intricate. Sorry. Yeah, there's almost no dialogue, and it's just a lot of shots of big white hallways and stuff. Right? Yeah, it's great. Um, but uh, Ash versus Evil Dead. It's a lot of. It's it's really just over the top gore and a lot of campy stuff and it's not usually something i i really go for but there's a certain amount of nostalgia because i watched army of darkness at a midnight show when my dad owned the carolina theater downtown he did midnight shows for a while and uh one of the first ones we played was army of darkness and my friends and i just fell in love with it because it was so goofy yep it's so goofy <clears throat> um and he keeps a lot of that sort of campy grindhouse goofy over the top bonanza stuff with the series and it's just it's brilliant it's not for the faint of heart though i'll just put it that way there's a it's scene not for the chloe's of the world no there's a scene in season two where let's just say the whole idea of the colonoscopy is turned on its head well that's like american horror story is getting that way too. is it uh, have you seen hotel this season i didn't hotel? see hotel i watched uh what was it, Coven? Yeah. I think. I've only seen... And there's Freak a scene show. where they go to town on zombies with the chainsaw in the yard at one I've point. only seen half of Freak Show, but I know that Hotel has like a some sort of drill bit blood orgy. Okay. <laughs> I thought it was, was all vampires and stuff like that. But Lady Gaga's in it. Okay. Yeah. If she's uh, in it, then I have to watch it. <laughs> Alright, well... Uh... Before Chloe loses it, uh, <laughs> Chloe, what's your pick of the week? Okay. Just because, like, for the theme. If you haven't watched Doctor Who, you should probably watch Doctor Who. And then, um... I don't like it anymore. It's gotten bad. 
But I think that there was the, a low little comeback. I think the new, the new, the new one. I think she'll save it. She will, and the um, the new showrunner is really good. Nobody likes Stephen Moffat. It's just a fact. Like nobody likes him. Yeah, no, Stephen him. Moffat ruins everything. He's a jerk. I watched yeah. Eccleston through Smith, and then Capaldi just. just oh, like, but he's so sweet. I watched it for him because he loves it so he's much. So old. It was really weird to have Matt Smith. <laughs> And like Clara have this like have this like relationship, and then all they of a sudden did. it's Peter Capaldi, and now it's like a romance with her and an old man. It's not. Do you watch it? You don't watch it. You don't know. I haven't seen any of the episodes You're... of Peter Capaldi. Then just stop talking. <laughs> You're just wrong. God, and if you haven't seen Firefly, you should watch Firefly. Also. Firefly's it's a really good show. I saw it recently within the past several months. It's good, yeah. And then, um, <clears throat> yeah, if you like documentaries, Jane was really cool. Really I didn't well see that. Together. I really want to see that. It was really that. well put together. I think it's really interesting. Ah, there you go. If you like documentaries, you can go to uh, Jacob Alexander Bowers dot uh, slash JV Productions and watch some of mine. There you go. There you go. Documentaries. Yeah, I've liked what yeah. you've done. What all I've seen, all so. I have on there is three documentaries because it's my best work. Everything else I don't think is representative of, of my best work. So all I have on there is a documentary about pets, a documentary about public libraries, and a documentary about. A secret death society at the University of Chapel Hill. Oh yeah, what? yeah. My best friend in that. What? The reincarn, the incarnation, of the like new ver- whatever. It used to be this really weird secret society, and now it's just like a frat. Yeah. Well, no, it's not just a frat. <laughs> but they still have a castle. So yeah, it's, they it's still just have. Like, yeah. Having like frat parties in a castle. Yeah, a few of my friends are in it. There was someone like doing kickflips on the battlements on like a skateboard. What? really weird connection yeah hmm. very strange yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right all right well there you go um i guess that's about i guess that's about it unless anyone else has anything else they want to mention no no i mean nobody's seen the trailers that i saw which were what venom uh annihilation i saw annihilation yeah and uh the teaser trailer for the Mortal Machines, or no, Mortal, Mortal Engines. Mortal Engines. That's it. Yeah, I that. I'm gonna. I'll check that out afterwards. I like cars. Ah, uh, don't, don't. It's just, it's painful. Uh, that's me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I guess that about brings us to the end of the show. So I guess next week, I guess we'll be doing Shape of Water, and and then maybe Darkest Hour or something. We'll figure out the the order. I don't. Oh, really... so many films to watch. So many yeah. watch. So many films. Yeah. It, yeah. It just depends on. Well, I mean, what, what else is... Because we could just push Darkest Hour to the following week. I don't know what's coming out. There's downsizing, but... Oh. We'll work it out. Goodbye. Yeah, we'll... Yeah. Like, I don't know. The Shape of Water and, like, like Pan's Labyrinth or something. Yeah. Or Hellboy. We already just Because did... it's obviously Abe Sabian. Well, the only... The thing yeah. We've, we've well, just did Crimson is. Peak. We've done... We've re-reviewed Crimson Peak and Pacific Rim. So yeah. okay. Can't turn it too much into a... We could Del do Creature Toro. from the Black Lagoon. We That'd could. Could be interesting. Mm. But so yes, have you, have you Splash. Have you seen every Splash. I mean, there might be a couple that. Jacob's I'm... obsessed with the DVDs. Yeah. Oh, this oh is nothing you should God. see. I, I, I want a collection like this. But, you should see what uh, our buddy Will has. Oh, yeah, Will's like double this. Um, um, no, 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 no. Excuse me. Double? Excuse me. Like My dad literally, literally, probably 18 times this, at least. I'm not kidding. Oh. That's roughly what Will has. I have, has I, have I, think I, I think I have 12. Yeah, exactly. So. Nice. Will has a room in his car which I is nothing on, but floor to ceiling film with all every wall in his room. Yeah, there's this guy I watch on YouTube called Nick Spears, and his he he looks like that. He has an entire room that's just wall to ceiling, like just yeah. I mean, that's that's Will. That's 
But yeah, so uh, Chloe wants to leave. Yeah. Apparently, she finds our company distasteful. I don't. I just have it. I'm just... Yeah, she's got stuff to do. When so you buy a house, just buy an extra room in it for your Blu-rays. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna do that. So, uh, well, Jacob, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. I love talking to Brian. Yeah. <laughs> Huh? Oh, what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> he said that thing. I don't find your company disdainful. Oh, okay. But yeah, so we'll keep you updated for next week. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it. We we sure did, especially Chloe. Loved every minute. I just of don't it. like sci-fi. Yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I like Star Trek. We've been through this. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We hope you have a, a merry Christmas, and we'll see you later. But oh wait, no. Yeah, we'll. I'll be back. Okay, merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Hehehehe <laughs>
it's not good to, it, it's not, you know, bad to have passions. Wait, this is your idea, right? This, this is, was just I didn't purely miss an idea. Okay. <laughs> this was just purely an idea. And so it was, it was actually a bit of a disappointment. <laughs> I don't think he yeah. said that. No. Uh, it was kind of a disappointment to me that I ended up going in the direction that it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, as I mentioned before, that's that's one of the major plot points that I actually saw coming is, is partly through the, through the throne room scene, I said, oh, they're just going to go with the same old thing. Because in the, in the Star Wars mythology, a Sith essentially ascends to, an apprentice Sith actually ascends to masterhood, mainly by assassinating his master. Her master, its master. Thank you so who's much. The real, who's the real master, you know? Um, That's nothing. Don't worry about it. <laughs> so... You know, partway through that scene, I, I just kind of went, oh, that's what's going to... And then, sure enough, that's what happened. And I just kind of went, eh. Okay, Kylo Ren. But didn't you guys bad. just say that that's what people like about these movies? Oh, that's I can't not what keep I, up. That's not what I like That's not what I like about the Star Wars films. I don't like I don't like the... the, the I mean, again, what I like so much about Revenge of the Sith is the fact that there is... There's a lot of sort of moral huh? ambiguity... And Anakin Skywalker's, right, right. am I good, am I bad, I don't know, you know, and and uh, Palpatine just sort of feeds his ego and eventually corrupts him through through pride and fear and, and love and all these things that, mm. you know, can <laughs> That's life for him. <laughs> move, to, move people to greatness, but then also undermine that greatness and mm-hmm. cause it collapse. So, but, you know, this one, again, was just sort of, Oh, now Kylo Ren's bad, and Ray is good. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought I thought that the, the the dynamic between the two of them would lead to to some new burgeoning some cousin love force order thing. No, because they're not <laughs> at all related. So there's no. I still think they are. I think they might be. Yeah, I still think they are. Yeah. Well, Jacob, you said you had some spoiler stuff to talk about. Mm-hmm. Would. I just want to run down several things real quick. <laughs> Go. Uh, we got all the time in the world. Yeah, so. <laughs> first of all, I thought that uh, I thought that Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher both delivered really powerhouse performances in this. Really? Yeah. Um, I thought both were very good. I'm not. Okay. Very good. Did you not like Carrie Fisher? That she was really bad. What? Hmm. No. I liked her. You're disrespecting a dead woman. Yeah. How dare you? I'm respecting her by treating her with, you know. Whatever. I will say the whole. I'm not patronizing her by just saying. Flying space angel Carrie Fisher. I, that was. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I can say I, I hated was, that. That scene, that scene was kind of bad. I, I hated it. Agree. That yeah. was so funny. Yeah, I, saw, uh, I saw that. I, I just thought, oh look, a meme. Yeah. I thought, I thought that. Um, yeah, I thought she was dead. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I thought too. Yeah. I thought that uh, Daisy Ridley, John Boyega, and Oscar Isaac all still delivered good performances. Mm. Um, BB-8 was pretty underutilized. Yeah. Uh, I wish I wish BB-8 was in it more because he was like my favorite part of The Force Awakens. Yeah. Uh, what I have to say about Donald Gleeson is I just thought that General Hux in The Force Awakens was what he would like. I thought he was he was like like pretty badass and like pretty like like as he should be as like a general working under the Death Star and then he just turned into this like just bumbling idiot in yeah. The Last Jedi. I was I was like he's just like. He's just like an idiot now. He just can't do anything right. And, you know, and so I was like, I was like, that's a little bit of a weird change. Uh, yeah, <laughs> as, I said before, as I said before, the Finn and Rose uh, romance plot I thought was pointless. Um, just terrible. It was bad. What else, what else did I have to say? Uh, 
Okay. Hold on. It would have been funny if uh, there was just a line where like Kylo Ren just turns to Dom Gleeson. It's like you're just like <laughs> an idiot, man. Can't do it. Like <laughs> <laughs> just such yeah, an yeah. incompetent dipshit. Um, what I have to say about Kylo Ren and and Rey, uh, I didn't like how easily Snoke was defeated because I thought they they built up Snoke to be like immensely powerful. He was using the Force from like another ship, like to to throw around. General Hux, and you know he he admitted to like melding Ray and Kylo Ren's minds and stuff, and he was he was like immensely powerful, and then he was just like sort of sort of so easily tricked, you know. I, I figured that it it was because Kylo Ren had like had learned how to have very strong mental fortitude and like block his thoughts, but, but he was kind of just Snoke was kind of like set up and then I ended think it's a pride thing. almost immediately, mm-hmm. and I didn't like that Kylo Ren just went. Back. I think it would have been way more interesting if he had paired up with Ray. Maybe that maybe is a little cliche, I don't know. But I would have preferred him to go to the light side instead of just fighting that big battle with her. Like, they, they team up, and then he just immediately goes back to the dark side. I was just like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I wish that... I actually liked all I wish of it that. had been different. Mm. I'll say I would totally go to the dark side and be bad if I could get one of those red three-pronged lightsabers. <laughs> yeah. I just There's... like the mask. And you well, get to wear all black. Oh yeah, but it's like, like space Johnny Cat. But yeah, but but like the the heat ripples on the red, like oh, that I would love to. I think have one the of those. um the the last things I have to say is is Yoda. The part with Yoda was weird. Uh, I, I did like Miss Piggy. I actually, like told me it was the same. I actually, like Miss Piggy. Frank Oz. Yeah, okay, I didn't know, but he sounded just like Miss Piggy. I feel like if you're a voice actor, you can deviate. I know, but if you're a voice actor, you should be able to do more than one voice. <laughs> Well, there's oh, slight differences between. <laughs> he the sounded two. just like and, his uh, baby. I like the tease at the end that there's going to be a whole new Jedi Order. I guess that little kid like force. Oh yeah, that right. Was, I did. Oh, yeah. I did. That was extra. I did find that <laughs> scene to be a little goofy, as like and how to end the, the that, that film. It was just kind of like yeah. saccharine. Like, I felt like it just was felt kind of cliche, the, like the the last scene is this kid, you know, getting his power. I just felt like it was kind well, of the whole thing is the end of all that other stuff. That's why all the older characters keep dying off and stuff. Yeah. There's, now there's new bad guys, new good guys, new little kid. Like the whole point is I that like, they're um, starting a new in the middle of a, right. the new series, which is kind of cool, but also yeah. I like Luke's like condemnation of like the the Jedi and the Sith. Like he's like it needs to end. Like, he's saying like this sort of battle between good and evil has been happening for, like, way too long. We need to just, like, go to, like, back to a baseline. I thought that was, that was really interesting. But what does that even mean? But then his, yeah. um, his confrontation with, with Kylo Ren I thought was good. I think that, that suggests that Kylo Ren will continue to struggle with, like, being pure dark side because he killed his own father, which has really messed him up, and then he was denied the opportunity to kill Luke Skywalker because Luke just, like, killed himself. So... You know that'll 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 like deteriorate color in even further, and I think he may eventually go to the light side. He did kill Snoke though, who is his. That's true. In a sense, I guess you could say father figure. Mm-hmm. I like the. I thought um, that backstory was weak sauce. I like the setup yeah. of of Rey as the Grey Jedi, like using both the, the powers of the dark and the powers of the cool, light. Yeah. And I, Chewbacca was just nowhere to be found. He yeah, like he showed up. He was in it. He was eating a, a fish. I know he was. Yeah, in it. He, he showed was up only in a couple of. He did very little though. He well, he was going to eat a porg. I thought he you died know, last time. Was, oh, so I don't oh, know. oh, yeah. And then the reveal, <laughs> the final reveal of Ray's parents, I liked, but I know some people that are disappointed that it wasn't. She wasn't like a Kenobi or a Skywalker. I like the fact that she's not. I mean, it's like she's. That's the new thing. It's the Blade Runner thing. 
Where it's the new thing. Or Blade Runner twenty forty nine. A special if someone comes from nothing. Yeah, except I also still don't believe it, but we'll see. Yeah, I like I like that Blade Runner know? as well. Like you, you really think he's gonna be like Deckard's son? And <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about Blade <laughs> How would Kylo okay. Ren know who her parents are? Like, how would he know? He just said that because he would get under her skin. Did he skin. just, read, just think, read her mind? I yeah, I think he just read her mind because he said you know, <laughs> you've know you known all along who your parents are. Mm-hmm. That's and so I think, helps, but she doesn't know either. It's done. Well, she, she probably does, has some memories as a, as a, as a Yeah, child. she probably just remembers, but she buried it deep because it's not something she wants to confront. <laughs> her page, he says, you know, your parents sold you for, like, gambling debt or something. We'll yeah. see. That's not something a kid's going to want to remember. Oh, I was used to cover my parents for gambling debt. <laughs> well, that's a wholesome upbringing. You we'll know, see, we'll I see. mean, that's yeah. something you obviously are going to repress. Yeah. Well, so. well, in terms of, like, that being kind of a divisive thing, I guess we, we can't talk about that, the petition that's going around that's, like, gaining huge, like, already has, like, 13,000 signatures to get the whole film removed from the canon. But they want to keep The Force Awakens in the canon? Yeah, cool. Because the thing is, issue with this is they hate people hate that what they did with Mark Hamill or Luke Skywalker. They they hate that they killed him off because they think, oh, we've been with this character for so long. He's been in all the you know books and TV shows and all this stuff, and now he's gone. And so, so it, well, exactly, he and, achieved perfect astral projection and then faded away into force. Yeah, like yeah, I, I, I mean, found, so like, I mean, the whole point to this series is is in, and particularly in this one, you have to let your favorite to, characters die. Like you have to let them achieve topple, their full arc. Topple, you know? topple your idols, mm-hmm. burn your idols, overthrow your. I mean, that's 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 you know, idolatry is 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 ridiculous. You have to do way with some of that crap at some point. Yeah. The guard the guard is constantly changing. It's been changing for decades and you have to you know, out with the old in with the new. Like yeah. you can't I mean, hold on like, to these When things. I saw that I was like, oh that was nice. What a what, what a nice way. But like then people are just up in arms because he's gone. And I think it was a, a perfect way. Fandom for is, is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's utterly ridiculous. Yeah. You can enjoy something without being without having to cling tenaciously to what it was. If there are any like Star Dr. Wars fans Who. listening to the podcast, mm-hmm. I don't like I don't Dr. like you. Who. Yeah, I'm with Jacob. I don't like you either. If your name is on this petition, you're dead to me. It's a little harsh. Well, this is an anti-Star Wars podcast. It is. No, I mean, I I love Star I grew up with it. I remember one of my, as I said, I think I mentioned this before, one of my earliest memories is, is in the theater watching Bar Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. And just to add ads on Hoth, and all that. I mean, it just it blew my mind as a child. I still love Star Wars tremendously. I remember the first time but, I saw Star Wars. Really? I said, "Oh, this is dumb." Yeah, I think it was the first such one. Such a such a rebel. Cynical. I just didn't like it. I just cynical. never liked it. That's fine. Cynical. Very cynical. I'm not cynical. <laughs> Chloe the cynical. I love how you just Chloe like keep cynical. repeating it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cynical. I think I'm like the least cynical one here. Sure. Where's your childlike wonder? Is it gone? Oh, she's got the wonder. Did you lose it I've got a lot of... She has a lot of wonder. I, it's just not for Star Wars. I don't know. I also have a hard time with science fiction. And there's just so many... Just, like, magic's one. Like, whatever. Fantasy is different than science fiction. There's just so many plot holes. And it might be because I grew up with my dad. I don't know. But I just can't deal with all the stuff that makes no sense. I just can't. I'm don't the, worry. When we start talking about Star Trek, I'll probably be sounding like you. Hmm. Oh, no. That's oh. why. <laughs> Also, like, the foxes, the ice foxes, where there's just this random little way to get out of this stupid, invincible oh, hut. I, oh, I did what love... What the heck? I love the design of those. Well, I mean, again, It looked like it's... a Pokemon. It looked like it, not even Pokemon. What was that? What was what? that thing we used to play? 
Talk about the caretaker. Yu Gi Oh! No, no, not the not the creepy little things in the robes on the Jedi. I don't no, know, the, the little the crystalline ice boxes. Ice boxes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. On the salt planet. Yeah. All the time. It was like on the internet, and there was the weird little animals. Whatever. I like those things that I'll like this the squirt out the green juice. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> what? That was, what? You, know, you know where Mark Hamill like. Oh, they have like uh, yeah, the milk the udders. Udders. Yeah, he's got <laughs> that. that. Was well, weird. I mean, that was kind of a joke because it has the blue milk, right? Mm-hmm. They had the blue milk. Neopets. <laughs> the big Neopets. 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 Nipple action. I like the scene. <laughs> what, I like the that? scene where they're just destroying that that casino town. I was like, Oh yeah, I, yeah, I did love. I that. like how they just didn't was even. The little guy, did you tell? No, we talked about this though. They didn't even find okay. the guy that they were lo- looking for there, or they no. found him, but they didn't get it him. It was Justin Thoreau. What the heck? <laughs> oh yeah, can't who, deal. Who is he? And he was like a he's former. He's married to Jennifer uh, Aniston. Well, I mean, he's been in like. He's, he's in the leftovers. He's been the leftovers. He's been in. He was, in, he was like a. He, he actually co-wrote *Tropic Thunder*. He was a heartthrob, oh, really? right? Yeah. Oh. Wasn't he a '90s heartthrob? <laughs> yeah. Apparently, in the, his character was like a f- former lover of Maz Kanata. It's interesting. Is that Lupita? In the Last Lupita Jedi. Oh. The yeah. guy, the guy with the red. Yeah. She was like, oh, gotcha. like they, they, were, they were like, oh, so he, he sounds like this guy can do everything. And she was like, oh, yes, he can. Ooh. And they were like, oh, gross. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Mark Hamill, Mark Hamill did the, was the person for the little coin dude. He yeah. did the... He just went like... I don't know what it's called. He did the stuff where they put like the little balls on you. Who did oh. Andy Serkis play? Did he play? Uh, he was Snoke. Snoke. Yeah. Oh, right, right. And I, I thought I was going to hate Snoke going in, but I really liked the character. See, that's what upsets me is is how many things they introduce and then don't explain. His eyes are like, like that. Yeah. Who the hell is Snoke? <laughs> he's just... He's just a supreme leader, He's just man. a Jedi. Wait, is he not well, in the other ones? No, he he's not in anywhere. Yeah, he's, he's, he was in Force Awakens. He's in Force Awakens. He, 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 he starts Awakens. there, but then... They, well, that's my question, though, is well, because that's... Return of the Jedi ends, <laughs> and how many years in the future is, is this current... Is this current trilogy? It's like uh, twenty or thirty years in the future, right? I guess, yeah. Yeah, because Mark Ham- or Luke Skywalker is still out there. Snoke out. obviously is. He's old. been in the sun too much. He's wizard. I mean, there, there's something <laughs> has happened to him to make. Well, him there were people that were like, "Oh, he's Darth Plagueis or something." Like people think that he's one of the older Sith lords. And he's going by a different name or something. Well, who the hell is he? But no, this is my nobody. Problem there's no this too. There's... exactly. There's no reason. My biggest problem probably with Star Wars is, like, the bad people are just bad to be bad. Like, there's no... That's just Disney. Yeah, yeah. I don't like Disney either. <laughs> it just makes no sense. Well, that's it's like why... like, you can't get behind it at all. That's right. why I like Revenge of the Sith so much, is it gives you some context yeah. for why they're bad. And that was What happened to Anakin... Disney. How did Anakin Skywalker... You're right. Exactly. <laughs> that's the that's interesting thing about We're it. Is Lucas did many things, many things wrong with that, with that prequel trilogy. But the one thing he did right is he gives you some context for why Vader is bad. Mm-hmm. He gives you some reason. It's not just like, hey, like we were talking about before. Hey, I like the helmet and I get the cool red lightsaber. I think I'll be bad. No, it's, you know, you see what led him down this path. Um, That's what I'm saying. Also with the Luke Kylo Ren story, it was so weak. It was so stupid. It's like, I felt that he was bad. 
And then I went to kill him, and then he saw me and got sad. And that's it. That's it? Well, is she, Are you joking? No, he, felt, that... he felt betrayed. No, I yeah. know. I get it. But I mean, I'm... I you mean, in terms of how it was done in the film. Just not good, yeah. I just hate how in The Force Awakens... Uh, also, there are, they don't usually I, I have dislike. flashbacks, right? Huh? They like, don't really have flashbacks in Star Wars. They did in this one. <laughs> I mean, before this. I, I dislike that in The Force Awakens, Snoke was like a monolith. Like, they showed him a few times, and he was just giant. Was I know huge, it was probably like yeah. a projection, was, but like, yeah. I was like, he's built up to just be this like crazy, powerful dude. And then in The Last Jedi, he was just like a, it's like an old man. He probably has like a colostomy bag or something. <laughs> like, he was I mean, just he like, is, he is still missing powerful. He was just like, yeah, he just doesn't ever get up out of his chair, you know. He doesn't need to. That's real power. He's got that gold, like, bathrobe. Well, yes, that's, that's another is, good coat. Exactly. Um, <laughs> Kylo Ren has to beat him, not by just raw, sheer power. Yeah. But no, by subterfuge. Emotionally. Which was, like, yeah. Anakin's problem, right? Like, he tried to just use yes. raw power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Gosh. That's why he got so messed up. Mm-hmm. He, was, he was consumed by anger. He got yeah. tore up from the solo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My yeah. mom said sub fam to Charlie this morning. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really funny. But she whispered to, um, it. She whispered it. I don't know if we want to wait to talk about talk about this, but I want to know what, what what are your thoughts on the 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 format of putting like a Star Wars story in between years of I, releasing. I would rather have that because I, like I, don't, I, I don't want one uh, an episode every single year. Because we're getting, we got episode seven and then we got Rogue One, but then Han Solo Han solo, solo story, that's releasing like soon, like in the summer. Like, yeah. So I'm like, are we going to have something next December I don't, I don't as well? So. I and then wonder because Ryan episode nine a trilogy. Yeah. Well, then so episode, maybe. apparently we're supposed to be getting episode 10 through 12. Wait, what do you mean, Brandon? I mean, well, he's, he's got... Like the trilogy. Not They're doing Force not including Force Awakens. He's doing. Well, then a, what's Force Awakens? Oh no, no, okay. So the Force Awakens and this is in the main. This is canonical. Trilogy. This is Luke Skywalker, then, Leia, Han Solo canonical. Yeah. And then Ryan Johnson has just been hired to do a completely uh, new trilogy. Yeah, that's separate. Gonna, I thought that was going to be like episodes ten through twelve. No, it's but. a completely new. No. Are we also getting episodes ten through? I think. Yeah. I think. I no, I don't think so. I think I this is the last. This is this is it for the for the canonical stuff. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. What? And what then the there will be know. other series set in the Star Wars universe, but they will not be in the timeline. But there was no real ending to this. Well, there's, there's, there's another there's film. There's one more. There's oh, there is nine. one more. Yeah, yeah, one more. There's That's number nine to finish out this trilogy. <laughs> Each of these series is a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and side, side note, I thought it was interesting in The Last Jedi that the Resistance don't win they don't win, yeah, like, was, at all. That was interesting. Like, they yeah. just keep losing over and over again, and then it ends with them, like, running away. Like, they escape. Yeah. Yeah. They just don't, okay. they don't win. In terms of the, this, um, the spinoffs and stuff, I would say I liked Rogue One a good bit more than this. Well, that's, that's the thing that I would say, is, is I thought this was, I thought this was good, but I, honestly, of all the films that come out since they restarted this under the, under the Disney tutelage, is Rogue One was outstanding. Yeah. I mean, I, I absolutely yeah. just give Rogue One five stars. When Darth Vader shows up, it's just like... Yeah. I, yeah, I like the kind of dark tone and everything, so yeah. I'm trying not like to, that. like, already hate the Han Solo movie, but I just... Oh, I, I, I just... I, I, I can't... I love Alden Ehrenreich. I just can't... No, I, I, I just... I don't know. I just... Alden Ehrenreich, I just think he's... I, like, say, I could not... At this point, with all the stuff that's happened... Howard, I just why? Could... <laughs> why? 
<laughs> I'm gonna save that. I'm gonna put that at the very beginning of the show. <laughs> um, but uh, I'd say I have absolutely no interest at this point in the Han Solo. It's just like it's just. But you're I both think, gonna I see it. I think the next one. I know. You're I'm all gonna, gonna see I'm it. Gonna, I'm gonna, gonna see, see it. it. Yeah. But in terms of like, I was kind of looking forward to this, but I just I'm now not I'm, at all. Now I feel like I'm going to see it out of obligation rather than out of. I would almost so I would sad. almost guarantee that the next Star Wars story is going to be an Obi Wan. Movie. Like, well, they're yeah. planning. Well, I thought yeah, they were doing a Yoda and a Boba Fett. Like I thought two separate. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yoda, yeah, but they are doing Fett. one with uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, they are. Or they're planning yeah. it at least. Yeah. yeah. Yoda, that would be interesting. We've only ever seen Yoda as an old frog person. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Is he a human in no. the beginning? He's no. never a human, right? He's, He's not a human. Alien. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got cursed by an evil witch. Liam Hemsworth. Yeah, fans hate this one. Just wait until they... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, any other stuff about Star Wars before we move on? We've kind of talked to... Uh, I bit. just wish I knew who the hell Snoke is. Listeners, if you know... There's so many where, plot holes. I can't deal with it. Where the First Order dredged up Snoke. Because so much of Snopes. Why won't Lord Dern just be like, Hey, Oscar Isaac, be quiet. I have a plan. I'll tell you what the British show Because her plan was bad. Uh, it worked, okay, so... I mean, no, it got blown up. It's, no, it worked, right? It got blown up until she suicided into the... Yeah. The, the one I mean, that was the whole point. She said, she said, here's my plan, and then it was working, and Benicio Del Toro said, no, look, ship's over there, and then the first uh, one went, oh, okay, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, it didn't work because Benicio Del Toro's plot device of a character... Yeah. Like, uh, just, it's, like, uh, it's called them. a foil, guys. Oh. Is it? Yes. <laughs> I was really? saying that as a... Wait, are you guys joking? No, no I'm not joking. Oh, sorry. I only wear no, foil. Okay. I foil hats. A, fo- a foil's like a like a character that's like it's like the opposite of another character. I no, thought a foil, foil was not... one of those things that you use when you're fencing, <laughs> like Ro- Romeo and Juliet. No. Like Romeo and. Uh... It's what I make my hats out of. What's your name? Mercutio. <laughs> yeah, they're foils. You're losing this argument. Oh. <laughs> Romeo and Mercutio are foils. To they're each foils. Other. If I know anything right. about tenth grade English. <laughs> Oh, boy. Okay. Luke Skywalker represents Romeo. Oh, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Romeo, Romeo. Yeah. Let's move on. All right. Uh, all right, well, that was a good discussion. 